Welcome to the Squarebase Podcast, your home for the official and unofficial old world news. In this episode, we are dealing with the uh, launch of the old world and the emotional hangover that we all feel. Me and my co-host Val Heffelfinger are about to go through the deep and dark of the launch and we're about to bring you some good, good tidings. Just let it go a little longer there, because it's a big day to be here, buddy. <laughs> I think we're the last ones excited about this, Rob, so we're going to have to pump up an entire planet. Yeah, yeah, we I, we might be the only people excited at this stage about the Old World launch, I think. Uh, I'm excited to be here, and uh, I am a little bit nervous as well, because I didn't check the last episode, and I didn't check which shirt I was wearing. And I really want to... <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, I yeah. I'm, I'm virtually positive that uh, that everyone's just going to think that we recorded this six months ago. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Okay, right. In so, an undisclosed listen, location. Uh, listen, it's so fantastic to have you here. So it's a Sunday morning here at the TSN Arena where I am, uh, and it is five a.m. I think over there in Canada, six a.m. Six thirty nine. I took my time getting here. So yeah, six thirty nine, Canada, on a Sunday morning. Yeah, we are uh, we are identical. My, except I'm wearing a beanie today. Uh, but that. but we uh, obviously are live on Twitch. So shout out to the Twitch chat, fantastic people. Hope you're well. And thank you everyone to uh, thank you to literally everyone who has left comments on the YouTube, the podcast, and support us on Patreon the past yes. few days. I want to say that um, uh, I, I will get into like my thoughts about the launch of the old world in a bit. But I'd just like to start the show off from me and Val uh, for your kind of kindness and support because uh, it's been really awful on the internet, but uplifting in the YouTube comments. And I never thought I... Which is messed up. That's messed up. That's messed up. The Discord positively throbbing is how I would describe it. So I want want to thank all of you for that. That's that's straight from the off. Thank you for being the people I want to interact with on the internet. That's exactly what I, how I want to start. Val, how are you? I want to, I'm great. I want to say this, you you know, who, you know, who reads their YouTube comments to feel good about themselves? Nobody except us. Because it's, it's ridiculous. Like literally yesterday I was like, I'm feeling kind of bummed. I'm just going to go read some, ah, nice YouTube comments. So thank you everybody. Uh, they are the fuel of my dumb dancing, and uh, as is as is uh, incredible excitement uh, that we can actually start like talking specifics, playing this game. I'm no longer involved in a lot of holiday related festivities. I'm not in my car. <laughs> uh, I got to the I was uh, second in line at uh, Warhammer World, uh, and um, I missed out on all the limited edition stuff. So I don't know how that worked out. But uh, did you know. it, does it turn out that when you finally did get inside that uh, their new website didn't actually work on their in-store computers? Because that would be the dream. Actually, it uh, turned out it's just a dildo factory. I, it was <laughs> weird. I went in there and it's just a bunch of people from Lithuania making dildos. I was very surprised uh it was just a front operation uh outrageous outrageous okay so you're you're back i'm excited to have you back uh especially because there is just so there's a i would describe it as a glut of information out there (laughs) a glut of information and content in my head i just see us in our little fucking square base rowboat we've just been out in some pretty calm seas whistling to each other maybe we packed a few sandwiches in a little basket and then we just looked over our shoulder and there's fucking massive wave just coming at us and we're just in our little rowboat and <laughs> that, that wave is, away. 
the square bassin and we're just gonna we're just gonna ride right to the top like george clooney in that in that movie where the wave was the other character and uh perfect storm because we are a perfect storm rob and we're yeah. gonna crest this wave we're so, right right on through to the other side into what they call the trough <laughs> and uh and just surf it on through man so it's tubular. this episode is going to be about uh, the launch of the old world. Uh, our initial thoughts, we'll talk about some of the rules later. Uh, there were also some major points. We're going to talk about legacy armies. We're going to talk about production issues and a bunch of stuff. So this is kind of what the show is today. Obviously, in the future, mm -hmm. there will be tons of tactical videos, tactical <laughs> deep dives. There'll be like nonsense chats. Uh, there'll be all sorts of things. But this is, uh, this is just going to be talking about launch. And before we do that, I would like to ask you if you saw what happened at the Bass Pro shop in uh i think maryland yesterday i wish i had because that is very uh germane to my interests okay ex exactly me too so so obviously square bass hashtag the bass yesterday mm -hmm. uh, the launch of the old world i think in celebration of the bass a man yes. got completely naked in the square uh -huh. bass shop and then jumped into the fish tank a giant massive fish tank yeah right. and okay. now the audio is poor like not the audio is gone so you can't hear but i'm assuming he's screeching yeah yes. what has happened to the old world uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh and i thought i saw that yesterday on reddit and i thought Do you know what? there's no more perfect representation of, you, of the past 24 hours than that moment uh so thank you. if i could show it i would but i can't um, yeah, on Twitch, I think you can show it, but it wouldn't make it on YouTube, probably. Yeah. So uh, let's just talk about, so obviously, launch yesterday. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you, do, what did you pick up? Let's start with that. Let's start with some rampant commercialism. What did you pick up? What did you buy? Um, what did you, what did I, you get? Uh, <laughs> what did you get? Let's, uh, I got a big box from Games Workshop. Uh, no, I didn't, no. Um, the content is amazing out there, guys. This is what just just so you know, if you're release, releasing a big product, no, and you need it. Uh, if 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 you're if you're releasing a big product and you need a network of influencers to help you get the word out, don't send it to them in Christmas and New Year's because literally they're gonna take a video of the friggin' box, and that's what you're gonna get. Incredible. Uh, not even like the packaging box, like just the box box. That <laughs> My favorite, I don't know if you saw, one guy just had, he was just like lent against a wall with all the boxes all over him. And I was like, I was like, this is, I found it quite gross, is what, how I'm going to describe it. He was just like, look at this stuff. I'm like, he's like, what's in the box? Like, I don't know. I don't care about this game. I just like, yeah. He's just like, the, they're just the rose petals from American Beauty, just like, just getting pelted by boxes, Games Workshop boxes. Jeez Louise. What, what was the question? What was the question? What did you pick up? Ah, yes. What did I pick up? I picked up a positive attitude about all of this. And also... Uh, because I am a different form of insider. I called my friend at X Planet Games in Mississauga, Lionel, who has hilariously hated everything about the old world as a listener. He has hated everything about the old world. He thought we are silly and dumb for have been doing this show because he thinks it's stupid. You know why, Rob? Because mm. he actually really loves AOS, and he's come to really love it, and he's, he thinks it's a wonderful game. And he finds that this game's a little too complicated for him, and I said, Lionel, I respect your decisions. And also, here's a bunch of money for all of the books and the uh, Bretonian box. I did wind up buying the Bretonian box. So did you get all five books? 
There's five of them? Yes. What, however many they were. I just literally was like, Lytle, put it on my tab, please, sir. <clears throat> um, charge it to the account, Lytle. And then... <laughs> Shout out to Lytle. X-Planet Games. <laughs> X-Planet Games. Yes, absolute big shout out. In Mississauga, uh, which uh, conveniently is referred to as Toronto when uh, we need to use any of his store to do stuff. And then... Um, uh, and then I used another insider connection. Apparently, this is a hack, guys. I didn't. I didn't know this. Maybe. It, maybe I'm throwing someone on the bus, but I don't know which store it is. But uh, apparently, if you go to GW, like literally physically to GW, and you place your order, they get in the queue 15 minutes before everyone else. Oh. This is. I, I don't know. This is just what. This is just what. This is just what. What I heard. So as a result, I got all my cards and I got all my sleeves. Uh, and I got all of my, and I got the limited edition book. No map. Map in Canada was either sold out or not, or or not existing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, and then, but and I also got the limited edition uh, Black Library book. My first ever uh, Black Library uh, shelf decoration. So I, I look forward to having Whoa. that lovely, lovely thing. So uh, I do have a friend over in Italy who's who's asked me uh, if I will run over to Warhammer World on launch day to try to pick up a map, um, and I, I have offered that service. Uh, I could offer that service for everyone in the world, but at some point you're going to have to start paying me some pocket change. Yeah, you get my little, you know, get my cute butt over. It's the variety of mustaches I'm going to have to uh, put on. <laughs> <laughs> and as we already know, I'm not that keen on and changing they, my shirt, so I'm gonna have also, to. Also, when you're when you're doing a mustache disguise, your 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 only option is just gets shorter and shorter and shorter. <laughs> so I mean, like, eventually they'll just send you right to the front of the line. Um, uh, yeah. So you know. So you picked up. So you picked up everything. Okay, but you picked up. I uh, know. I didn't get Tomb Kings. I didn't buy. Uh, I didn't exp- I didn't buy any of the expansions on the army. Uh, so much fun stuff to talk about. All of that. Amazing. Um, so I didn't buy any boxes of, of regiments or anything like that. I grabbed the Bretonians because I feel like, well, one, I had a friend who was like, hey, could I get the horsies out of that? I was like, yeah, I don't need the horsies. Mm. Um, I wanted the Pegasus. I wanted the book. I wanted them whippy sticks. And I got to mail you some templates. So um, I feel like uh, I feel like it was a it was a reasonable pickup. And then I got my, you know, cards and reference stuff, which I think is fun. Fun. Okay, good. All right. Uh, so I um I did uh I I live streamed going through the shop process with the chat yesterday, uh, which was which was quite amusing. Um, and then uh, it was it was a good, good, um, healthy, good healthy kind of like splash of reality uh, shopping in front of two hundred people. You know? <laughs> Just the whole the whole gamut of uh, uh yeah. Yeah. And how did it go? How did it go? What did you, what did you, what did uh, you also, I get called out in, in, in the comments. Um, I have to, I have to address the, uh, the uh, grail pilgrim in the room here, Rob. Oh, oh I did, yes. I did, I did, I did not buy uh, how many, uh, one relic reliquary and 12 grail pilgrims uh, for 180 Canadian dollars. You didn't. I did not. And the reason is, well, I thought uh, oh, this was, this was it. This was it for you. This is the moment. I did not because uh, literally I get off I get off the show last week uh, and I like go on my phone. I had a Patreon update from Highland Miniatures in which they uh, they've just gone full bootleg mode. Like it's it's hilarious. Uh, their stuff uh, is just is just like their dwarves. I feel like are their own thing, but their Bretonian line is is uh, is pretty pretty good enough to me. <laughs> so I grabbed. 
So I grabbed, uh, I grabbed myself uh, the uh, the Highland Miniatures Patreon again. I haven't subbed to them in a while, and and I have. I'm going to be get, getting some resin printed Grail Pilgrims just in case. Oh, fantastic, you know. fantastic. Um, yes, uh, they are very good. Okay, well that's a shocker. I thought that that would be. Don't you don't have to worry though. It still did sell out. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, you know what, guys? It's all right, though. You can still go sub on Twitch to Games Workshop if you just want to give them some money. You can throw them some bits uh, just in case <laughs> you're worried about them. Yeah, you might, they might financially not do that well. Then just, yeah, you know, yeah they might take away Old World if we don't give them all of our money. So. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, I, I ended up... Honestly, I had a little bit of... Um, not breakdown, that's not the right way to describe it, but I was with the Twitch chat, splashes of reality. I've I very often said those war game that the books are not worth it. Uh, normally, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so did your up and scum? For, for, <laughs> no. Unlike no. me, I only went one show hype, uh, hyping up something and then turning my back on it. Uh, Rob has, has spent, a, a some of us have spent, he spent a lifetime online talking about how books are bullshit. So go ahead, Rob. Sorry well, to interrupt. A, a, novels are great, obviously. Uh, no, I, and I do like the books and uh, previously bought the books, but in the Agency 140K ecosystem, obviously they're so quickly outdated, if not immediately updated with FAQs and other stuff, and the law is copy and pasted. Um, yes. But I didn't pick up any books, zero. Um, uh, zero, even though, like, you know, the other day I got myself into the hype. That was the problem. I got myself into it. I got myself uh -huh. into the cycle. I was like, of course I want the books. I want them on the shelf. I'm going to. And then when I looked at how I would like be spending close to 150, 160 pounds yeah. just on books before I bought a mini. I did not do that. Uh, I was like, no, that's stupid. Stop being stupid. You, the books are going to okay. be online. You can get an EPUB. Um, like, just stop it. So, uh, and then um, instead, yesterday, I actually went to the local, like, local gaming store. And I picked up a, there was like a Christmas box for Slaves to Darkness because over uh -huh. Christmas, uh, one of the people at the event um, asked me to 3D print something for them because they have a 3D printer. And then they traded me like, I think it was like 20 new Warriors of Chaos for like it. I was like, this is an amazing deal. Are you sure? They were like, yeah, no problem. So I was like, Do you know what? Fine. So I went and picked up a, for this, about the same price, I picked up a box. I got myself a, an amazing uh, Lord on. Uh, like demonic mount where i'm going to do it on a horsey instead of a demonic mount i think yeah Pick up some chaos yeah, yeah. knight chaos knights another 10 yeah. or so warriors i think it was like 10 chaos knights and i got myself uh, um uh a i think there's a is there a chariot in there there's some chosen and then there's some theradons in there as well which is like big beastmen with great axes so i think i've got the i've got a good backbone of a ah. warriors of chaos army as well for the same and, money and you've and you gave your money to uh no you know uh, or whatever the name of the the guy. No, I know. No, I know. But the thing is, is I still gave my money to Games Workshop. Do you know what I mean? I didn't even three D print yeah. something. I did go and buy some minis, uh, oh, so yeah. which is cool. And actually, I built them yesterday. Uh, if anyone wants to see, here's a quick picture for everyone. I built them and took them on some square buses, and I think they look quite nice. Bro, they uh, look so good. Yeah, I was actually so I I actually had a Warriors of Chaos army in Eighth Edition uh, Warhammer Fantasy Battle, a whole one fully painted. I had uh, custom uh, texture bases that you buy, you know, with like the the detail on, which was a bit of a thing back in the day, a bit of a yeah. flex. Uh, I yeah. painted each one of those bases individually. Uh, my Warriors of Chaos were mounted on them. I was like, I am the king shit. And then they destroyed the game, uh, <laughs> <laughs> lol, and I never painted again. Uh, but anyway, I think the Warriors look great, so I'm, I'm pretty chuffed with that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Uh, and so, yeah, um, I, that's what I did. I, but I did pick up the cards. 
uh, because, uh, but again, that was still an offensive amount of money for the cards, I think, based mm-hmm. based on doing stuff for myself. And I was like, I'd look at it and I was like, well, I think it was about 80, 80-ish pounds. And I was like, I can just pay someone, a designer, to make all those as cards for me and print them out for less yeah. and also produce something for like the Patreon as well. And I obviously wouldn't do that because that would be piracy. But maybe there's, maybe I would still do that anyway. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll still do that anyway. Who knows? Yeah, hey. a, fa- a fan project. Sorry, all bets are off. I, I uh, yeah, all bets are off. I'm pretty sure that uh, what's 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 uh, what do we got? We have five people say let's say working on this project at twenty five thousand dollars a year, one hundred and twenty five grand. Uh, let, let's say half a million to seven hundred fifty thousand bucks invested in Old World so far uh, by GW. I think they made that back okay yesterday. Yeah, I think uh, so too. I think, I think so they're too. just fine, guys. They're fine. Uh, okay, so that was my yesterday. I picked, so I picked up the cards, uh, and then instead of buying money, spending money on the books, because um, I'm just going to get them via the way I normally get books, because I personally, and I've said this before, I think rules should be free. Um, rule, they describe themselves as a miniatures company. They should be making you buy the minis, not buy the rules. So I followed through with that, my own philosophy. I put my money mm. where it was. I didn't go and 3D print something. I support the company, I guess, not that they need it. Obviously, that's stupid. Uh, but I picked up. Some, and some wicked models. Warriors of Chaos yes. look wicked. The Lord of Demonic Mao is a fantastic sculpt. Absolutely fantastic. I was a little bit gutted. I really wanted to give him the hammer, but I think the lance will be better looking at some rules yesterday. Uh, so um, that's what I'm, I think. I, I'm surprised that you didn't... Uh, I'm surprised that you didn't also splurge on that wicked... Hey, we were supposed to share... We were supposed to share cool shit that we found on the internet, and I'm yeah. surprised you didn't share that awesome... Uh, uh, Chaos Lord on a Dragon conversion I sent you. Oh, and then you didn't I'll, buy the bits to that. Remember that guy? That. Yeah, that's too. That's just too spenny for me because that's Ionis. Is he? Yeah, like I was. Ionis is, on a, is a special guy. Yeah, he's in a box. It's like a hundred quid. Uh, but the the it's not that like. I also had to really convince myself to get the Lord and Demonic Mount. I need you to know that. And I only picked it up because he was in this box with a bunch of other stuff, which were kind of a, a discount. So. But it was expensive because he's like £35 for a character model. And I really believe that you just take a normal Chaos Knight and you just say, he's your lord. You just do that. Yes. <laughs> you just do that. <laughs> like, yes, that's my firm belief that you do that. Uh, so anyway, that was my day yesterday. Streamed a bit. Um, and, you know, me and the chat had these really healthy conversations about what was popping off. Then we started to look at the content that was being made, um, which was fun. And then we got into, uh, I think, the funniest part. Uh, and then the Internet started to have a really normal one. So let's kind of move this conversation forward. What happened, what happened? next? What happened next is, uh, A, the prices on everything were nuts. So we should definitely mention that. But also, B, uh, then everything sold out. Uh, <laughs> like like it was um you know in like the fire swamp where in, in princess bride how they could hear the like the rumbling before the like the explosion of fire came uh that was like everyone watching as like the time zones tick through and the web carts open and like just blown out blown out blown out blown out just across the planet um old world was sold out which is what happens when you produced not very much stuff to meet a lot of demand. So, yeah. Uh, just before we kind of move on and get deep into the story, I'm just going to share this conversion that you showed me. So this is Ionis Critborn uh, here. So he's a he's a Stormcast model, but then he's oh, been no. kitbashed with, with the Lord of Demonic Mount, the one I picked up yesterday, um, which looks great as a... Because you know, we do now confirm now, looking at the rules, you can have a Chaos Lord or a Chaos Sorcerer Lord 
on Chaos Dragon. And it is legit. It was 10 wounds, toughness eight. It's going to have a, two, a three up, five up. You can make it so that you re-roll in sixes to hit it in combat. You can, like, two's never, never wound it. There's so much crazy stuff that you can do. It's it's amazing. So um, in the in the spirit also, of, I'm I'm horrified because in the spirit of crediting artists, uh, I was just I was just sharing this with Rob with the intention of of uh, of him because he's been looking for uh, a good model to either 3D print or source or whatever to be his Chaos Dragon with Lord on it, and so I keep sending I continue to stay up late at night looking for dragons. And I thought this was one of the coolest ones I'd seen. And as a non AOS guy, didn't know that that's a common model. Um, and then well, I didn't brand new make model, a note. Brand new model. I didn't make I didn't make a, a note at all of uh, who made that wicked conversion. And so if that was you, uh, please let us know in the comments, and uh, we'll pin that somewhere. Because yeah, uh, sorry about that. That would be cool. Yeah, definitely. But it looks great. I think so. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll pick it up. Maybe maybe maybe. But I probably won't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know right now. Right now, I'm very, very excited about a Brick of Chaos Knights, a Hell Cannon, and just doing some magic. That's where I'm at right now, mentally. Yeah. That's right. Um, I think that I think that's also like a nice base to start from and learn rules and and get going. Um, it's going to be very spendy points wise too. So a good points dense army also. Uh, uh, Warriors of Chaos. If uh, if you're looking at things and you're like, I don't want a lot of models. Uh, Warriors of Chaos, very good one. Yeah, like I would love to do Orcs and Goblins, but like I want to get started this year. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to have a have a semi painted completed army uh, this decade. Yeah, just built, just built. I'm not sure you could build Orcs and Goblins army this year, but anyway. Okay, so the main topic well not main topic one of the main topics has to be the fact that like the production level or the availability of miniatures and so okay so two so two things uh, could be true one that mm -hmm. it grossly oversold uh, like way more than games workshop thought or they underproduced stock yeah what do you think um i think that they are producing as much as they can for what they think they need to produce if that makes any sense so there's a lot of there's a lot of 40 chess going on here that I, it's funny like a lot of the arguments for tesla i often hear made uh for games workshop which is like no man they're just like one step ahead they're doing like they're just thinking they're thinking better than you <laughs> and uh as as someone who has uh, gleefully and also I, I shared my my attempt at a viral uh message last night um in in our chat uh like as someone who gleefully reads their all of their reports, because one of my favorite hobbies is actually like watching the company and and engaging with it on that level as a, as an organization and as a manufacturer and as as an entity, um, you know they uh, they they brag about their production capacity in the 2023 annual report and how they don't need to make any more. So what does that mean? That either means that this is a company that thinks. Um, that uh, it's it's meeting demand and it doesn't need to make more, or they are purposely underproducing. Um, I suspect that it's more of a case of not knowing, uh, not being able to estimate demand because we see, maybe not just as often as as they oversupply uh, that they undersupply, but they also oversupply. Um, so there are there are times where they will make too much of something and you see that thing sitting on shelves. Um, for a very long time um and so they they do miss the mark a lot on that and a lot of that i think has to do with um you know their enterprise management and their ability 
um, to take the information that they have about their customers and what they anticipate and what they're interested in and translate that into uh, how much stuff they have to make um, because they had a multi-year, almost 10-year project to create a software solution like that within their company, uh, which it fell apart and uh, they gave up on last year. So good job, guys. <laughs> okay, so I, I guess I guess I'd like to reframe the question a little bit and get an answer from you. Okay, yes, Games Workshop obviously didn't produce enough stock for demand, but do you think right? Like, and I guess 40k, Age of Sigmar, Necromunda are all kind of good benchmarks for you to kind of base this opinion off. And same question to anyone watching this back as a video or the chat right now. Do you think that because I have an opinion on this, but I'll give it after. Do you think the hype? was very, very, very real and very high, yeah, and far outstripped kind of even their poor, like, stock management, or you think, like, it, you know, it barely pushed over the line. Where do you think we're at with that? Um, I, I think we've been saying this the whole time, um, that, like, this game is going to blow away not only the community expectations, but the company expectations for how much interest there's going to be for it. I think unlike <clears throat> this is something that um, I think I, I've certainly said, I think you've agreed with. Um, uh, there are other games that have gotten good during the sort of reascent of GW, which starts roughly 2016. So roughly 2016 is when GW says, you know what? We're not a model company. Turns out uh, uh, our, our name is Games Workshop and uh, we branded our stores at Warhammer, which is a game. So we should probably focus on that. And they really do turn around uh, credit where credit's due. They turn around and they start engaging with the community. They start going back out on socials. They start, um, as much as we want more, uh, obviously, uh, they they start, you know, giving us ideas and previews of what's coming. They start, you know, just doing stuff that a company that's, you know, making things for people should do um, and started engaging with a hype cycle. Um, and all of that excitement and all of that positive momentum that has led to great results, both for the company and I think, honestly, for Age of Sigmar, and for 40k fans, there was never a product for people who just really like the old world, who like the world of legend. <laughs> um, and that's new. That's new. A new uh, feature. That's a big thing. That's that's just something I like to do. Um, and and now, uh, at, but they were told five years ago that there would be someday, and there have been these video games that are really really good that people can just. Who, who aren't getting their fix on the tabletop, but know that this is coming, they can go play Total War and wait. And I think they did. And, um, and now it's here. And I think a lot of people are just bursting to get all the stuff and get engaged and do things. And I don't think GW, I don't think they were ready. Uh, and I think that was purposeful. I, I would say though, that, that, you know, a release like that almost certainly already from like a, you know, top line revenue expectation, type of situation for the company you know blowing out whatever their initial production run was literally selling every morsel of it in many many cases means that this guy this game is already doing just fine you know <laughs> like there there is that they, they have you know we can we can almost immediately stop worrying about that just from the incredible performance um of of like that that initial release so yeah so I, my, uh, thank you for your thoughts. Uh, my, uh, my thoughts here are that. Well, I mean, a, I fucking told you, like, yeah, like, I told you guys, fucking told you guys. Let's like, a. I like, I, I was on the stream, 
you know, I was screaming a year ago, you know, like everyone was like, I, like not, not even like from a position of desire. I was just like, this is, this will be huge. You have no concept of how huge this will be. Like, and yeah. I said this and like, and I said this consistently and everyone was like, you're an idiot. This isn't, this isn't how it's going to work. And I was like, cool. All right. We'll see. Okay. Did everyone say that, Rob? Not you, buddy. That's why you're here. Okay. <laughs> I said, you're goddamn right. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and talk to you about this for a year. <laughs> All right. Not you, buddy, but everyone else, right? And I, uh, Anyway, so, and I, so I'm not surprised about uh, yesterday. Uh, I am, again, not surprised about Games Workshop stock issues. It's because like we've been seeing this consistently, like you know, for the past few years from them themselves. I do also think they're very wildly out of touch with their community, um, and I think nothing, nothing more kind of showcased that than some of that the influencers who picked up stuff. I listen. If you do influencing for a job, that's super okay. Like that's fine. Like I understand what your your business model is. It's, it's chill and it's, there's no stress. But in some Rob's cases, a bit of an influencer himself. <laughs> not, not. <laughs> I think uh, what's the, what's the infamous is the other way to describe it. <laughs> He's an infomercial. <laughs> but the um, the 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 reaction was was kind of palpable, and I could see that online. And actually, I had a day yesterday. Uh, we'll talk about this more in a bit, but it was very unnormal, my day yesterday. The the rage that was, especially Twitter, obviously, um, was very aggressive. I had a lot of very aggressive people swinging at me, which was amazing. The amount of people so what, swing- you keep saying you keep saying that we all had a normal day yesterday. What do you, what are you what are you specifically referring to? What do you mean? Like everyone kind lost of, their goddamn minds. In yeah? what sense? Like, like a gospel church. Like a gospel church, and someone raised up snakes. Yeah, there were people <laughs> fainting. Right? There were, like I'm talking. <laughs> about, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about John Belushi doing backflips in the Blues Brothers. That's what oh, I'm talking. Yeah. about about right mm. are you talking about insane stuff and um but like mad that they couldn't get stuff happy or, that it was here like or just just all of all of it so so there is a like a, a group of people online who are who i all have muted and they have this same news <laughs> cycle where they're like uh-huh. some of them are mad that stuff is out some of them are then are like mad at people being mad that stuff is out. Other people being like, <laughs> yeah. and then other people being like, oh, I can't believe people are rowing or like. So I just kind of have all those people, and they're classic kind of like uh, people, and I, I have them all muted. So it's not really what I'm talking about. Just regular people. Some people being like, I don't give a fuck about this, and I'm like, that's fine. That's like, great. Like, don't yuck other people's yums. And those people, yeah. that's that's a super normal opinion. Some people being like, I'm fucking stoked, and I'm like, that's yeah. great. And then yes. that being stoked, running into, I can't buy it. And that yeah. being like an absolute, oh, and that being- Or my, ab- my army is a legacy army. Yeah. yeah. Or my army is a legacy army. We're going to talk about that as well. And so, well, yeah. we kind of led into yesterday with my army being a legacy army. So there were so many upset people because, and I genuinely believe Warhammer is something that people should be and are passionate about, or wargaming, let's say. And like, and their feelings are very valid. People are like, Rob, I'm fucking angry i'm like of course because if you're passionate about something it's going to push into anger very simply they i'm like they're like angry i can't play my army or this is bullshit or this is bullshit we'll talk about that because i think many of those feelings are very valid but they're not it is bullshit i mean let's let's let let's not like uh leave anything uh, uh like let's not not say this it is bullshit a how expensive it is it's bullshit uh and b um uh the fact that there's not enough stuff it's bullshit um because there's two reasons that there could be not enough stuff, Rob. One, that they're doing it on purpose to 
create this exact sort of like frothy uh like engagement cycle of like angry and happy and people just mixing it up and getting lots of mentions out there just like facebook wants you to do which sounds pretty strategery strategic or they're incompetent and they're not able to meet their promise to their customers it's b it's so b they hate they, they hate money it is it is they do hate they really as for as for a company that is called you know an evil corporation that you know like is money grubbing and do everything they can to just squeeze every penny they don't they don't they, they leave don't. so much money on the table so much um my comp my I, like last night i know rob kind of mocked me for being on one last last night because I, I did you know i poured over the the 2023 um uh in, investor report to find a comment i, I guess yeah you won't put it on screen but i'll i'll read it which is we continue to plan ahead and are ready to build an additional manufacturing facility. When it is required, we currently have spare capacity. Games Workshop PLC Annual Report 2023. Literally, probably when they were manufacturing these boxes, um, they were reporting that to their shareholders. I am a shareholder, and I know that if they aren't using their capacity, they're they're leaving money on the table, and not just in this game, in AOS and 40K. And, and, and kill and like when I posted that, some people responded, Kill Team essentially sells out immediately, never comes back in stock. Um, like all of their games, people want so bad. And this is something I've been harping on so much um, in previous, uh, previous episodes about why I love the old world is that it makes me want to get stuff. Um, and they don't need to do predatory things like, you know, put, put things that you, you really need in a box with a bunch of other stuff you don't want. They don't have to do um, like really like just – lame salesy things anymore because people desperately want this stuff they just don't supply enough and so to me this is a multi-million pound cash giveaway to anyone who can help meet that demand um and to you know people reselling models um you know all that stuff and uh, it's definitely be i think i think it's essentially they they're uh, they're making enough to to you know um hit their dividend goals and they're just leaving the rest on the table and it's absurd yeah yeah absolutely so so the the response because i you know i kind of poured over the response yesterday was people being i think uh, you know joyous that they got the thing that they want then furious that people um you know were like weren't able to buy stuff and, and all those you know kind of different community feelings clashing because it should have just been high fives all around right everyone just yeah. high-fiving each other i picked up my stuff did you get your stuff my stuff and then we come in with so i want to i want to admit to being a hater in a certain way made me laugh a lot yesterday i tweeted out about the fact that like because live on air i found out that the that the yeoman command group sold out and I was, and, yes. then, and they were thirty six pounds for three old models. And also, I got so, I got so many feelings about this. I could do an entire hour on this on myself. And I like I ha- gave myself a headache from laughing. I hurt, it hurt so much. We were streaming, <laughs> we were streaming, and because like the yeoman, if you watch back one of our other videos, you know, I was like, no, you can't buy. It. Like me and Val like, laughed about the yes. battle pilgrims, but I was like, look, I'm not yes. going to yuck your yum. But we both agree, yeah. you can't buy the yeoman, right? Yeah, you got a pass. That was a pass. That, that was, was a pass. Like, and and I was screaming like that's all i could say i was screaming and they were sold out at 36 and i was like also i found out they were 36 pounds 12 pounds per model and i was like screaming so i tweeted about it and that unfortunately got a lot of traction and then it got a lot of hatred thrown my way a lot of hatred thrown my way with with my favorite being people being like this aos guy and i was like bro i love aos i think aos is great but you might have to check out my entire youtube channel (laughs) (laughs) right 
Yeah, I'm showing up too. Yeah, yeah, showing up too. And also, like, if we can just get some, if I could get some validation just for the audience, because they don't know. Uh, many of you don't know this story, but um, a while ago, when Val was getting into Warhammer Fantasy Battle, he was like, hey, Robbo, can I have all your old fantasy stuff? I was like, sure, man. We'll sort that out. How much was I into fantasy? You were quite into fantasy. Um, and then, um, yes, it was it was a lot of boxes. And then I think also it really looked like um, like all of your ex-girlfriend's stuff that had been in your house for a long time. And then you just shoved it in a box and sent it to me. Um, it was <laughs> it was the, it was they were broken heart boxes like you were not just into fantasy. You were devastated by fantasy. And um, and so, yeah, I got a tremendous amount of things. And that was actually one of my favorite at, like it was like an afternoon of like pulling like all of this stuff out of these boxes and it was just amazing stuff so yes 100 percent your bona fides are bona fide my boners have been had by rob in the past i think I, I think i owned every special character on the internet like that, that existed like at the time like i had all of the so it, like i was super into it so having people being in like oh, this aos idiot who knows nothing and i'm like <laughs> whoa like we need to relax but my point was is i kind of i feel a little bit bad about uh you know laughing so much because some people like i really wanted to pick up these mountain yeomen but when i was originally into warhammer fantasy bottle i would have not picked up the mountain yeomen they look silly mm -hmm. right like that's what yeah. i originally uh would never have picked them up so you know and i remember clear as day back in the day i was like i'm not picking those i'm gonna go to Fort Jordan and get the marenberg uh free uh you know uh empire uh, sword and shield guys they're so oh, yeah. much better right mm -hmm. so that's where i was at um anyway so then it, it kicked off this whole conversation which i think is interesting and i do want to say one thing everyone kept tweeting me and saying rob you gotta recognize these are perry twin minis these are perry twin minis and actually i'm a little bit heartbroken by that yeah. the reason is is i don't get to know who's done any of cool the cool sculpts in the past right. 15 to 20 years like like people kept being like you don't understand the impact of the perry twins i'm like i'm sorry i don't yeah like i recognize that i you know i understand your feelings i think those models look like hot shit. yeah they look awful but let me pick you a ton of models that i love Right, and I would love to know who sculpted them, so I could put the reverence on their name that you're putting on the Perry twins' name. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and and I was just a little bit like heartbroken that like people yeah. were trying to like, hey, I know who the Perry twins are. I think I interviewed one. Um, that's I a, can't uh, imagine that you could be in Nottingham and, and not have like found yourself in their basement, being like, oh, whoa, what the? Am I just surrounded by historical minis and stuff? Um, yeah, like I, yes, and uh, that is such. Like the the fact that like even like the the author of this game JT what um, is is sort of shrouded in mystery referred to as Jonathan in the in the roundtable. Let's go, Jonathan. Is, who he is who he is is not is not really revealed by all those roundtables. Which, by the way, aside from one little paragraph, I thought really awesome and insightful, and we never talked about him because too much stuff happened. Um, but yeah, like I mean, if you go back in the way back machine, if you go in the way back machine, you go to Forge World, um, like say in the in like early thousands. Uh, not only do they name the sculptor, because I don't know that they necessarily did this in the Citadel. They definitely didn't do this all the time in the Citadel catalogs. Mm. But Forge World would name the sculptor, give you and give you a bio about them, like what other stuff they've done. Uh, they might even give you a little blurb about why they sculpted this particular model the way they did. Um, so Forge World now SDS, you know, um, I think even you kind of even see that a little bit in the constraints of what the overall like company policy may be. Um, 
you know, are sort of chafe against that by having that roundtable, by allowing them, the, the, the designers, to be candid about how they develop this game. I don't know that we've seen a lot of that at that level great no so that's that was my only kind of like but anyway everyone else is having a very normal one because so the internet lost its shit yesterday so this is a hangover show you know like an after party uh special i'm excited by i'm yes. looking forward to, i especially want to hear your thoughts about those things and all that other stuff like you can recognize i think we can all recognize and if again if you're a fan and you feel sad and heartbroken by what you've seen or like you know not being able to get the stuff i recognize that but um and there's there's loads more to cover i i, I really do think that stock levels is is such bullshit from gw like that is just a, a classic but i think like when we move on to the next subject which will be um uh you know <laughs> the legacy article <laughs> <laughs> the the uh the legacy article that little old thing i, I just i, I want to also like double back to like um the the reaction of this i hope you guys realize like is it doesn't have to be overwhelmingly negative we saw a lot of this coming yeah. Um, and I think I think we maybe take for granted our experience in, you know, how this company operates, how they also remember, guys, too, how the community operates and how it reacts to things online um, as this game evolves and becomes sort of an established thing and and new stuff drops. You're always going to have people who just shit all over something you're excited about and bring you down. And the only advice I could possibly give you is. Uh, if you find yourself getting bummed out by that, because I no longer really do, I get I get engaged by. Um, well, here's here's like um, you know like here's here's what I think is actually happening. By the way, guys, mm -hmm. and also uh, here are the awesome things that we can do about it. Um, and that's kind of where I like to come from. Um, and sometimes that's not the guy you want to hear when you're when you're emotion I'm emotional about something. I know when I'm upset, I don't necessarily have someone to come to me with a, a solution or whatever. Um, but surround yourself like there's lots of ways to find community like for example our patreon discord that is gonna like be um a, a little less reactionary or you know offer you know constructive ways to sort of navigate through what's going to be a lot of ups and downs it's just the way fandom works i think a lot of times the way these 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 um you know um subcultures work um and we get especially when they come to these like really frothy hype points and moments if something doesn't meet or exceed your expectations, you know, there's always going to be uh, a little bit of level setting that happens after that. So, you know, sometimes you just got to take an internet timeout and just, just hang in there because I think fundamentally this is all really good. Like at the end of the day, they, they, they made what they thought they needed to make and they probably underestimated um, uh, what, what the demand was going to be because they don't have the ability to do that. And they just, they missed it, but they hit, they, they blew out whatever their demand expectation was. So what that means to me is that, you know, you can be, you can be confident in this game, even though you didn't really have to worry, as Rob and I have said many times, um, you can be real confident in this game and this game is awesome. And there's gonna be lots of fun stuff to talk about. That's not all this noise. So much. I agree. Yeah. Also, actually, thank you for reminding me. My problem is maybe that I'm so deep inside the well now that I really cannot see inside because I, like, I do this for a living. Sure. And um, like Age of Sigma, as you all know, love or hate it, and I do love it, so I just want to be clear about that again. Um, oh, yeah. Age of Sigma went through this tumultuous, tumultuous launch at the beginning. Yeah. I right. was a Warhammer Fantasy person who went in to be an Age of Sigma person, kicking and screaming, mardy as hell sure. about this process. I um, it. You know, like, and then subsequently, 
new launches of those editions, squatting of armies across the, that edition. H.C. Mars had a tumultuous history. Then, obviously, you know, uh, a heresy guy. I was also a heresy guy. Um, uh, and then 40K and all of the 40K launches. So I've been through this cycle and process. So I, I guess I really need to take on board the fact that for some people, this is their first experience. For me, this is old hat. Yeah, first time? First time? <laughs> yeah. First time, man. Yeah. Yeah. And if I do have, like, uh, some advice from that experience, it's, like, exactly what Val said. A, find yourself the constructive people inside the hobby are doing what you want to do. Yeah? That's A. B, the community is so much better and stronger than Games Workshop. And and I don't mean this is like, let's go protest. Obviously, that's silly. Although, obviously, I have done that previously. It's very fun. Um, I mean, if, if you work there, it's probably not, not a bad idea. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, the... Um, the thing I want to talk about is that, like, there are so many things that, like, so uh, Warhammer does not exist without the community. It doesn't work, yeah. exist without Battlescribe, Best Coast pairings, uh, any, like, pairings apps, scoring apps, uh, Wahipedia, uh, you know, a ton of different, like, things which are non Games Workshop produced for helping mm -hmm. and produce and resourcing the community. Not as, not like, just so many bits. So, like, you know, that's the thing. It doesn't thing. exist without people playing it and being upset about it on the internet. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, this stuff could just literally be dumped right into the ocean. You know, like, with, with, and I without think, people who, like, bring it to, literally bring it to life. They give us unassembled gray plastic. I was I was on a long drive yesterday, mm. and I was describing how absurd this hobby is. Like, how this, like, like... They hand you like if you were if you had a PowerPoint presentation and you were you were in Silicon Valley and you were pitching your hot new company idea and you were like I'm gonna give them a box and it's filled with miniatures and they're like cool are they like awesome no they're unassembled and they're unpainted they got to do that themselves and then then you're they're like they're like okay cool so then you get to play a game like no you got to build a table like a like a dinner table no no much bigger than that so like it's <laughs> so much bigger. <laughs> it's 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 like step after step of stuff that like we have to like like in, in a lot of ways that is that is the secret sauce the secret sauce is that they don't give us everything right and we shouldn't want them to give us everything and yes. the times where and, and the times actually where um it's tipped too far in either direction where they don't give us enough which is right now or the or, or they're giving us too much which is maybe the legacy rules um you know like or, and, and what they said about it um, you know, that's where it gets out of whack because it is, it is, it, it does belong to both sides because this is a, a, ultimately an artistic endeavor, right? It is a creative endeavor. It is, an, it, is a, it is someone's expression of creativity at the company, which they sell for a profit. Mm -hmm. And then once we receive it, it's, it is our own individual expressions of creativity, uh, whether that is, uh, you know, how you, how you build and paint your army thematically and lore wise, or how you construct your army list. Gaming wise, you it, it is it is a game of expression, and I think that is what makes this community so um, at times volatile, but also much more often incredible. Is that this is just such a, a way to give voice to yourself and to people through something that you're doing that you're making. And I've never put words to that before, but I, I hope that made some sense. Uh, just that like people get really invested because each each thing that you do in this podcasting, building, and painting reading books, sharing ideas, you know, arguing on the internet is just such a, an expression of self. And, uh, in, of course, couched in someone else's IP, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very cool. And engaging with that once all of this dies down is really why we're here. 
Yeah. I, also, uh, like you know, it's very much like a bunch of artists, like JTY. Obviously, you can see the love. When mm -hmm. when we get around to talking about the rules later, you can see the love and enthusiasm put into these rules. And when we talk about unit fillers in a bit, yeah, you can see how much we're getting some mold breaking stuff thrown our way, which is amazing. So yes. I, I, I've often said that it's a love. Basically, it's a love letter from a bunch of creatives to a bunch of fans and then the prison guards which is games workshop corporate you know management, management have just put some put some chains around it i'd also like to just finish off sorry uh that like again anyone feeling bad about this process you please please do look at blood bowl please look at blood bowl more than anything you can look at age of sigmar as well again if you don't know the backstory very quickly age of sigmar launched with zero points the community built points and its own game system around it that's right and then Games Workshop saw that that was so successful that they co-opted it and started selling it as their own books. But I need you to know that whether you love or hate Age of Sigmar, Age of Sigmar is and will always be a community project. Like that's what it is. Like, and yeah. that's why that's one of the reasons I love it so much. And I think the community is so good. And I think we're going to see exactly the same. And one of the reasons I'm very excited, exactly the same thing from Old World. TOs are going to get together immediately already. Everyone must decide: Are we playing two thousand points or nineteen ninety nine points? Yeah, like we got to yep. decide, right? There's so many things to decide, so many fun yes. things to talk about. Right, and sometimes maybe yep. either format, yeah. Like, like are and we going to yeah. go and that and that, di and that dialectic, that that dialectic, because the answer and and the answer is not given to us, uh, is is uh, the the dialectic of that will be messy because people are going to disagree about what the right way to do it is and the most fun way to do it is. Whether that's and this is usually going to come up, um, you know, most dramatically at the sort of you know event level. But also at the local level, like in your friend groups, like figuring out how you want to start and approach this, the types of armies you want to build, um, you know, like the, like all of that, all of these like little community cultures are going to start to get established right now, mm. um, which is really fun. You you came up in AOS significantly. I mean, obviously you had a, a history of playing fantasy, uh, but AOS is really what I think you know fired you up and, and got you going. I, parallel to AOS, I'm getting into 40k. Fantasy is what got me going. Like, I know, but like, I, I were you a community builder before AOS? Oh no, no, that's right. I you know I didn't have like a podcast or anything like that. Like I wasn't yeah. like yeah. No, yeah, like and, and there's there's I think there's just a lot more established. But like when I, when I got into 40k, almost exact same timeline as AOS leaving. I'm I'm starting playing Warmer 40,000. It's an unsupported game. Uh, there's no FAQs errata. Uh, the rules are literally broken. They don't work. You can't play the game without finding, like, at least agreeing on with your opponent how certain things had to work. And out of that came, you know, the foundations of of what, like, the very, very dominant uh, 40K tournament scene has become. And, you know, these ideas of, uh, you know, like, frequent errata, updates, balancing, um, stats driving uh, analysis of the game... These all came from the community and were developed by people who just really loved playing a game that, by all intents and purposes, did not deserve it. it like, 40K in 7th edition did, it not did not deserve not. to be played. No, no, it was a bad game. And, and the thing that I... And, and, it, and I would stand there and be like, this is, this is nuts. Why, would, why are we doing this? Like, I ask that all the time. And I think, again, it's because... You know, because we wanted to, man, and like, and we could, and we worked together and against each other a lot of times to find ways to make something that was quite absurd and impossible happen, and that resulted in very large events, very big tournaments, um, and also just a, like a lot of people, a lot of friends. Like I met made so many friends during maybe the worst period 
in Warhammer 40k history is when I actually, you know, formed a lot of my like friendships and bonds. Um, so that's what can come out of like, uh, you know, moments of uh, instability or where the community needs to step in. It's actually, I think the best way to do this is, is where, you know, we, we get to now take these pieces and build something cool out of it, not just the models, but everything else. Mm. Well, I think great points, uh, really well made. Uh, I'd also uh, like to shout out right now, um, another point is like Games Workshop is going to like under-deliver and over-deliver in some elements for the old world over the next few years. We'll be here for the whole process. Um, but who do you want to hang out with, Val? This is, I'm going to throw an invite out now. Tell me, I'm gonna inv- we can invite two one of two people uh, or two groups of people to the Squarebase GT. Squarebase GT, free GT tickets. Uh, G- well, uh, yeah, at the TSN Arena. Uh, open invitation, free ticket, free drinks, free dinner on us, free free goodie battle prizes. But uh, Val, you can only invite one of two people. You can invite okay. the, you can invite the creatives at the Old World, so JTY, uh, the sculptors, or you can invite their managers. Who do you want to invite? <laughs> well. <laughs> They're managers. They're managers. <laughs> you know why? You know why? Because JTY gets it. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's why, you know, the manage the managers are the one who need to, to be oh, out there. Oh no, don't make the right decision. Fuck them. I don't want to hang out with the teacher. I want to hang out. No. The teacher's never gonna learn. Fuck them. You know, well, you know what though? What what other opportunity what other like honestly, like and again, I think this is one of the opportunities for people who are still haters, who still oh, doubt, who God, whatever. Such like such a sensible decision, but it's so boring. Engaging, engage, like engaging like sometimes it's an unwinnable argument. Sometimes it's an unwinnable fight, and people are beyond uh you know, reproach or redemption. For the most part, though, I am a tremendous believer and never attribute to malice that which can be explained by I think incompetence. Um, and that is ultimately, I think, what goes on here. I, I do believe that the, the the managers make what they think culturally and in their in their experience are are correct, wise, conservative decisions, um, like not naming artists because whoa, we might have to pay them, um, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, which is what they do, like underproducing because uh, well, we don't want to accidentally have too much stock and then I don't know, do whatever else does and just you know run it over with a fucking truck um but like there are all these things that they need to see and i think this is what the thawing of um of games workshop resulted from is they had no choice but to come out of of their castle and come see people and uh, engage with where people were playing and so the more we have those types of folks out of warhammer world and into where people play the more closer hopefully they get to getting uh, what they actually have, because I think like anything that we all that we that we get to have in our lives that is close to us, like for us, we we're we're all over this shit. We took for granted that, like up until a week ago, we were still frequently getting comments on YouTube videos. They're like, "What the? Those are the old Tomb King skeletons. This is bullshit," you know. And then last week, what do you mean it's it's a uh, it's 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 not supported about the legacy armies? We've known about all this stuff since the spring. Um, but we take that for granted. We have that knowledge. Um, and just the same as people who are inside of an institution often don't look outside of it. When you become a content producer, you tend to stop writing. I uh, sorry, you stop. You tend to stop consuming as much stuff outside of what you're actually focused on. So yeah, get them out, get them out of their hole. And then, um, I, I don't, don't know. Want them. 
I don't buy, buy JT Wire coffee. I don't want them. I want the actual creatives here, and I would like to reward them with presents and gifts and handies behind the bike sheds. That's what I'd like to do. Like, I don't want the nerds. I want the party animals. Uh, so that's they, my invite. Val, you can talk. Let, to the, let's, you can talk to the managers. I'll talk to the creatives. Let's go. Well, let's let's translate. This is an excellent excellent moment because we're, we're, I think we're about to talk about a man, what I think is a blatant management decision. Mm-hmm. I think this is a blatant management decision. Let's go. Um, so let's let's go. And this is speculation, guys. I don't actually know this. I might be completely wrong. And, and like that's genuine. I could no very way. Jty well be... is making this decision. No way. I, but I, he might agree with it. That's possible too, right? Like they they they. I mean, organizations sometimes do make decisions as groups. But let's um, maybe. Could, do we have the original verbatim text about about legacy arms? I can get it for you. All right. So a lot of people are reacting very, very strongly. So we've known since the spring about uh, the fact that, you know, there are seven factions in the game. Uh, Chaos Dwarfs, Lizardmen, um, uh, Vampire Counts, Dark Elves, Ogres, Skaven, and another one uh, that, um, uh, help me out, chat, uh, that are going to be PDF only. They're being referred to as Legacy, mercifully not Legended. Um, but they're not how we to refer as, to them. <laughs> we refer to them as renegades, and it's funny, Rob. Like that narrative works super well now because you are a renegade, apparently. If you're if you're wanting to play these factions, these factions are described as non-core. Uh, they're legacy factions, and um, these are some of the most specific IP elements uh, of of the old world um, uh, that they have. Some of the most uniquely created elements, such as the Lizardmen, the Skaven. And these are games that were identified. These are these are factions identified as not necessarily being part of the game going forward. Shall we read the verbatim? Yeah, I'll read it for you. No probs. Uh, so, what about legacy factions, Rob? Not me, Rob. You could say other Rob. <laughs> Um, so a few of uh, the factions from previous Warhammer Fights about games will not feature in Warhammer The Old World. This is in terms of game rules, model ranges, and the ongoing background narrative. These, in quotation, legacy factions will, however, get free downloadable army lists so people can try out the new system using their older model collection. More about this in coming weeks, though please note they won't be considered legal for tournaments and won't receive ongoing support. That's what's going on. That's what they call a kiss of death. Uh, that is that is an attempt to prevent uh, anyone who was very excited about any of these factions, roughly 40% of the factions, um, and p- potentially a pl- a, like a, a majority of the player base. Uh, you have in, in this, I mean, just between Skaven and Vampire Counts, uh, certainly if you're looking at the total war crowd, um, a very big chunk of interested people. Uh, that you just you just said um, that you just said uh, don't actually. Uh, there's another line. Can you scroll down a little bit? Um, sure. Uh, if you actually, want, no, if actually, you want, up. Yeah. If you want to come to um, on this it, long-term journey with us, the factions in the Force of Fantasy and Ravening Hordes books are the ones to collect and play, and we want to be pretty clear about that. We want to be crit. Don't you dare. We want to be pretty clear. We're gonna put this shit out there. Don't you dare use them. Mm. So why, Rob? Uh, why what? Why do this? Oh, uh, they do this is because uh, we've talked about this a lot on the show previously. Um, now, uh, we've obviously seen uh, the rules for the core armies, and we've also seen what an arcane journal is. And an arcane uh, journal, as I understand, is what they mean by support. I'm putting all this into context. Okay, so 
uh, the Arcane Journal, now based on what I've seen, like, you know, the screenshots from, from the, the people who read books, is that yeah. um, they're not the difference between an AOS Battle Tome, like an AOS Index and AOS Battle Tome, or a 40k Index, 40k. They're just literally a couple of extra characters, a couple of units, a couple of different ways to play the army, but in no mm-hmm. way do they invalidate the core. So if the PDF armies, like the Renegade armies, are the same as our Grand uh, uh, our grand Army lists from Forces of Fantasy and Ravening Hordes, then they are just as like well put together. The reason I say this is because it looks like the same amount of work will probably have been put into the legacy faction army rosters i assume, i think that there'll be a one for one you'll be able to like look at a, a chaos dwarf army a vampire counts army and they'll have their own spell laws and magic items and you know uh, army abilities and everything like that yeah i think all of that i think all of that is true and so like you know on a amount of time spent on a core faction versus a renegade faction will be equal one for one so if they've put that time in and they're not even going to sell the minis. Like, what the hell is going on? And we've talked about this loads on the show. And I think it's simply because there is a huge bust up inside Games Workshop. Oh, and that's what I've heard from internal at Games Workshop as well. In that specialist design studio, those are the people who make uh, the old world. And Citadel, which is the people who make, obviously, 40K and AOS, have like mm-hmm. drawn battle lines. And the reason you have to remember is because they have different uh, p sheets. I know you're going to say to yourself, Rob, that's ridiculous. You obviously could... If they had Lizardmen as a core army, that means people would go out and buy the new Lizardmen sculpts and put them on bases and play with them. It would be the same yep. part and of the same money. I agree with here you, but they're just hate each other, and it's different PL sheets. So, like, different. and what is that? So, PL sheet is profit and loss. So, effectively, when you buy Tomb Kings, none of that money is going into the Age of Sigmar profit and loss sheet. Right, that's not what's happening. It doesn't go in their attaboy bit. It doesn't go in their attaboy column. It don't, they don't yeah. get. They don't. They don't get a fifty percent coupon at Bugman's. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't get their. They don't get their once a year uh, pat on the ass. So, like yep. these are armies that are either going to get continued support in Age of Sigma or very recent and up, like you know, upcoming support in Age of Sigma. I assume, and I have heard, um, and it's been pretty much confirmed rumor wise that we're going to get Chaos Dwarfs in Age of Sigma. Uh, I would ogres haven't had enough update in Age of Sigmar since it was released. They got Yetis, though. They got uh, Yetis. They got Yetis recently, so that does mean that probably they're working on Sculpts Rogers if they're not already done. Lizardmen just mm-hmm. got them. Dark Elves, we're yeah. almost certain we can see confirmation of a Dark Elf army in the future from uh, Age of Sigmar. Skaven mm-hmm. is the Age of Sigmar 4 launch box. Vampire Counts just got miniatures. Uh, and then yep. Demons is kind of a weird one, to be honest. They're a bit of both, yeah. They're a bit of both. So I think long, long... Long, what we're seeing, yeah, what we're seeing here is literally just some people being like, "You can't have our money." That's what we're seeing. You can't have our money. Um, So to make this explicitly clear, I want to make this explicitly clear, and this this actually goes both ways. But if if you buy an AOS kit, uh, it it is considered cannibalizing internally from old world. So if you buy a Lizardman kit and you and sorry if you buy a Seraphon kit and you play it as Lizardman, that means that in their view you are you are stealing from their PNL and giving it to the AOS PNL. Yeah. And so they don't want people to be incentivized to buy this product for a different game and vice versa. I mean we saw and we saw this with Horus Heresy uh, in the lead up to 10th edition 40k. Forge World models were completely supported. SDS models were very well supported in 40K. 
coming into Warhammer 40,000 10th edition, they said, actually, nope, we're not going to do that anymore. Uh, despite the fact that, uh, despite the fact that, you know, up until that point, they had been broadly integrated. Uh, but essentially, this is literally just a management decision. You know how I know that? Because JTY wrote seven armies of rules <laughs> and units. You think you think someone who works for 15 bucks an hour is going to write, you know, or, or who doesn't care about these armies, who doesn't think they should be in the game, is going to invest the time and effort it takes to make seven different army lists? No. And the fact that they're being released says something, too, that they that there was probably a battle. This is probably a compromise decision. Because if they really didn't want this to be tempting, they just wouldn't have released these rules. Um, and I think that sounds like someone had some testicular fortitude or otherwise, ovarian fortitude potentially too, um, to say, no, these, these guys are, are a key part of this, of, of this setting and this world, and these rules should exist. And the way that this has been bolted on top is that, okay, we'll let these rules go out into the world, but we're going to say, we're going to give them the kiss of death. We're going to convince everyone that they're inferior and that they're not going to be supported and that, that they shouldn't be used. The tremendous irony is, is that these armies are more, if, if you care about models, if you care about releases, these armies are more supported than any <laughs> old my, world faction can I, can that I, exists. Yeah, can I jump in here? This is my favorite thing. It's like, like oh no, Lizardman Knight might be valid. I'm like, buy a wood elf. Just try right now to buy a fucking wood elf. You can't like even sniff a wood elf on the web store, right? It's not possible. So like a core faction being wood elves and not even having access yeah. anywhere, right. and then right, right. If you want to play, if you want to play old world today, which you can, the rules aren't really out yet, or they one, are, like kinda. literally, well, they're kind of literally the only armies you can play. There, are, there are nine factions that you can play. Two of them are Bretonians and, and Tomb Kings, and seven of them are on this list. You could go into GW and you could buy these armies at retail, um, yeah. except for Chaos Wolves, sorry. So six of them. <laughs> and Dark, and dark uh, Elves, really. There's a lot of Dark Elves, though. There, there, is a lot lot of, there, there is a lot of the Dark Elf range is available. Yeah, you're right. Uh, like... Yeah. Um, and like, I mean, the, the witches still exist. Um, the, uh, the, yeah, basically in, in the, um, daughters of Cain, you've got, you've got, um, all the witch cults. And then, uh, obviously in cities of Sigmar, you have pretty much all of the core still exists that you can buy and use. Yeah. Um, so essentially they're, so remember when we said GW actually doesn't see, like to make money. Did you they see the Malachi thing? Sorry. No, go ahead. Do you see Ma Malekith is dead? R.I.P. Malekith has been uh, renamed to Malarian in the Dark Elf lore as well. So he's so he's Malarian in Age of Sigmar, but they've gone back and retconned it. Obviously, running from Disney, uh, they don't want to mess around with the Dark Elf Malekith from from Thor. Uh, Interesting. Anyone, yeah, yeah. So uh, a Malarian. That was just a side note. Sorry, you're on a you're on a roll. I want to keep you going. No, but I, I mean, like, this is, this is really, really important. GW makes so much money that they feel like they don't need to make more, which as, uh, you know, I like to say I'm square bass and all that kind of stuff, but I moonlight as a capitalist, but that's insane. The fact that, that, <laughs> the fact that they have on their shelves right now or could, like, or if these are sold out, could be making more of them. Do you know how many Skaven armies would have been bought yesterday or maybe did? <laughs> like... Like if they had said these armies will also be available at release, it's absurd. So this is why this is why when you read something like that, your 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 attitude, and I need to I need to like and I was shout and this is one that I tried to shout out on the community uh, like forums as much as I could, and I posted a little meme thing that I came up came up with to correct the statement that was made. 
um, which is which is basically they have said aren't legal in tournaments because we as gamers tend to fetishize official whatever is official. We could have all been playing Warhammer Army's project. We didn't. Why? It's not it's not an official thing. A lot of people who played it loved it, and it would have been cool if it, it got more people. A lot of a lot of Warhammer Army's project is part of uh, Old World, by the way, that was absorbed. Um, but like officialdom is really important. So they know if they say that, yes, this stuff is out there, but it's not official. They know that people won't engage with these armies and those people are going to become, and I've seen it everywhere. So many people who are like, oh man, I'm mid assembling my really sick vampire counts army. And now I don't want to anymore. And that's, that's absurd. You've already given them your money. And your army is a part. Uh, hey, your army like, is a part of this I'd, game, I'd, right? I'd like, like, I'd like to say that even if you didn't buy a single model, a single one, if you bought models from another company or 3D printed them, sure. and you just downloaded the rules from anywhere in the world or your friend gave in them, and you turned up to an event and played a game, you are as valid as someone who bought every single rule and every single really? mini and every single element. Like, it just has to be said. Like, you need... To, you need to just internalize that. And anyone out there who's been like, Rob, I don't agree with you. I do not want you to be a part of my community or a part of things that I'm involved <laughs> with. Like, I just need you to know that. Like, you need to internalize that you need to give zero to an artistic endeavor, to be involved in an artistic endeavor, as Val said, right? Your, your involvement is, listen... There's a gaming group with six people, right? Three, three people, yeah? And a fourth person comes along and is like, I'll join your little party and hang out every week, yeah? But I don't have any, I didn't give any money to the company, but you will be welcomed with open arms because your involvement <laughs> will always improve our space and not diminish yes. it, okay? Like, so just... just and by the way, that, that person who comes to the table right now and wants to participate but doesn't have an army are all of the core factions. You can't buy them. You can't <laughs> buy them. People are going to be, like, I am literally going to, going to just put my, like, leftovers uh, of Rob's collection online and <laughs> put them on eBay. I'm not going to set them at a price. I'm just going to, I'll put them up as, as, as auctions at a reasonable starting bid. And we're going to see what happens. What, what happens now is that a lot of people are going to overspend for those models, and that's their personal choice. I'm going to let them make a personal choice, and I'm going to get rid of a lot of plastic that I'm probably never going to enjoy. Mm. Um, but I think like what we really need to emphasize here is this. These factions were created by the game designer to be a part of the game. Rob was actually kind of uh, – Rob was, was, was half alluding to it, but was if you, if you rewind the tape and go back to this time last year – sorry, not this time last year, um, like very early last year, it was – uh, when we found out about this core non-core divide, um, it was it was well established from sources at cafes that these were designed and play tested, created together. Um, these are in fact core factions that aren't part of the initial wave of release because a lot of these model lines are currently not replaced for AOS and are tied up in AOS. And also, releasing nine complete. Uh, factions is insane and a lot of a lot even if games workshop was fired up printing 24 7 there's just there's there's like a there's 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 hundreds of model kits and units and pieces and things that they have to 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 put out the the scope of the old world project is actually quite staggering when you stop and think about how many individual pieces and items that they actually have to organize project manage get out the door so right away them saying that these aren't in the old world is not an unreasonable thing. They could have also said, these aren't in the old world right now. 
But they didn't say that because they don't want you to give money to a different internal competitor, <laughs> which is crazy. GTY doesn't company. care. Of the of same, the same company. company. Of the same company. So GTY just loves this. The people who have created all of these factions and rules for this who were, again, in those round, round table discussions, you don't want to invite see. him to the party. And you don't want to invite him to the party. I can't GTY believe knows he's loved. Like, like... These, these. I, by the way, we give everything. We give respect to, or like, we give a lot of credit to JTY. We, we think that he was the the primary developer of these these games rules, um, and uh, you know, I'm sure there are other people involved. And like, you can see in the roundtable that the, this is not a half-assed project. This is something that, unlike the vast, as far as a creative endeavor is concerned, the vast majority of Games Workshop output is content, especially from from the written side of things. It's content. It's just like what we do. This podcast is going to be listened to and watched couple thousand times and then it's on to the next one it, it just it just sits there for a long time and maybe is never touched again output from games workshop from a from a uh you know from the main studio you know producing 40k aos rules that's a three-year cycle it's disposable it's going to be shoveled into the content furnace and they're going to shovel something else into it later on this is a project that was has been developed since 2019 and before that they say in the round table um it is a small group of people who've literally had to spelunk around uh, you know, the the various storage closets and lockers of Games Workshop. They've dug up and found um, um, so many of the, you know, different artifacts of previous designers and uh, and sort of the legacy of this game, which is a foundational game for this company. And they have put passion into creating and building this game so it can be re represented on the tabletop. And management, quite literally management, is, is why they say that you can't play this. It's not the people who, who actually love this game, who have actually created this game, who have actually invested, you know, their their heart into making something really good. So you are doing the creators of these seven factions a disservice if you are now online saying uh, you can't use that. And I, by the way, I've barely ever seen that. Uh, what I do see are people assuming that everyone else is going to say, no, these armies aren't aren't, aren't allowed to be played. And I just want to say, as a community, out uh, one thing I'm very, very happy to see, every single everyone. TO I've talked to, everyone, every single player who is actually playing games, everyone. every single person has said, that is nonsense. These, these guys are in the game. So if you love these factions, if you're a Vampire Counts player, Lizardmen, Dark Elf, Skavens, Ogres, Demons of Chaos, Chaos Dwarves, no matter where you get your models, you can play with them, and you can join in, and we will have a bigger, awesomer community for it. So that's what we're saying. Like, like I we we kind of I made a joke uh, show the other day. Well, we I did production predictions for Age of Sigmar. And we were making all these jokes, right? And we were talking about you know armies we'd like to see in the future. One of the ones we talked about was goblins. Uh, and very early into the Age of Sigmar narrative, against Ko, there was described as a pirate goblin airships, right? Um, and and since then, obviously, pirate goblins has been like literally the frothy dream of the Age of Sigmar community. The frothy dream, right? Of course, right? You know, next to goblin ninjas. You know, you just literally take a faction. Uh, I don't know, Chaos Dwarf ninjas. Like it's easy to do, right? And yeah. it's it makes everything great. Chaos Dwarf yes. pirates, very easy, yeah. right? Welcome. To, that's that's why everyone loves Dogs of War. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but and then oh, if that's not good enough, you add cowboy or samurai but my point sure. is my point is is that like if you were to turn up with a wood elf army right and even though you would let's you know eventually the wood elf army is available from games workshop but your wood elf army was a bunch of 3d prints because they're wood elf ninjas or wood elf pirates like yeah. bro i'm in like Sick. i want like i want you to add that to my life experience i want to play yeah. against 
these things and I want to enjoy myself. And so, like, the game would be much diminished if these things were things that people didn't want to play. And also as a TO, obviously, all of those things are legal for me forever. And we've already seen that the support, in quotation marks, that is going to be developed for these uh, the core armies is not you know a, a vast difference from what we've seen with these already and guess what it's this... inferior it's inferior <laughs> yeah but like, that is the thing that upsets me so much is that like you get an extra book and none of the and, and none of the cool new shit so anyway like it's upsetting continue i didn't mean to interrupt you no that's okay <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say that you know uh, we're going to get to a stage in the future, uh, very much like Blood Bowl. Again, Blood Bowl is the perfect analogy where there might be armies that exist, like Dogs of War is a good example. Is someone going to just take the... Because Dogs of War, like most... From the rules I've seen now, most of the rules are just a copy and paste from what the units did. They've added a bunch of rules, which are very exciting. I can't wait to talk about those later. Uh, and structure, and there's some other stuff that's really elegant and I think really nice. But you could probably take whatever the hell Dogs of War did back in the day, and you could probably add a couple of rules, copy and paste them, have a fan PDF. Could you turn up to my event and play with a Dog of War PDF army? Probably. Maybe I would like, maybe I would just like cap you. I'd be like, do you know what? Like uh, minus five tournament points or something because it's not real. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. But I'm like, I'm cool with it. Like, but, yeah, come on. Like, can we have so, some I, fun, please? We can have some fun. I, I even don't think we need to go that far. Because like, we could, okay, is my point. We could. We could. Okay, so and to, to, to underscore your point, Matthias Eliasson, the writer, the sole writer, much like JTY, the of go. Warhammer Armies Project, got war, the Warhammer Armies Project started as a fan army book for Dogs of War. That's where it started, literally. Hmm. I really want to play Dogs of War. Uh, they never got, they, they had a White Dwarf article, and they never got any actual support uh, in 8th edition. So he started writing rules for them. He finished them. He did Bretonians. And then he kept going. And, um, and then when the game died, he said, okay, cool. I'm just going to write the ninth edition then. Um, and other people, by the way, created ninth age. Other people did step into those gaps. I think, I think like going that far, like fan created content. I understand why that's a bridge too far. I think why I find this particularly absurd and upsetting to me is that this is official content. <laughs> Um, and that it is a craven business decision that's not even good for the business uh, that is making people feel like they shouldn't do it. People are reading in, people are reading between the lines on that, that these armies will never be in the game. And I think that that is disingenuous uh, because they're essentially waiting for these, for the old model lines to be freed up once all of these, once all of these ranges um, are fully refreshed and available, say, in three years' time. Uh, the older sculpts that should be in Warhammer Fantasy or Warhammer the Old Worlds will be repurposed and put back into the game. Hondo P. The timeline is the great war against chaos. You're telling me demons of chaos aren't involved. Um, you know, like, these, no. these armies are not squatted, okay? <laughs> they didn't, look, we didn't survive an apocalypse to be Thanos-snapped. Okay, like that is that is that is you don't come back from the dead to then lose half of everything. Uh, that is that is not what's going on here. And that is such a bone. You want to talk about mind boners like nothing kills a mind boner, like being told that these armies aren't 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 really what you should be doing. If you're a real fan, which is essentially the subject, if you're a real fan, you're not going to play with 
with, with these legacy factions. This, this is just to see if you wanted to get a taste of the rules, you see, with your, your very old armies. Now, you want those new armies. You want, you want a new old army. You don't want one of those new, new armies. <laughs> you want Mountain Yeoman, a command group yeah. of 36 pounds. Are you out like, of your no goddamn mind? Can, can you scroll up again? I really want to highlight a particular sentence that just made me so mad. Like, let's, Which yeah, let's one? go. All right, here. Uh, the sentence would be, um, um, these legacy factions will however get free downloadable amulets so that people can try out the new system using their old model collections. What the hell do you think we're playing this game with? Like, why are these model collections old? And the Empire Army I have on my shelf isn't an old model collection. Kiss my ass, man. The only <laughs> option you have to get a new model collection is by buying these factions. Hey. It is absurd and and also third parties uh which by the way that is something we have got to do we're going to uh, do that because um like the, like people need to know that there are really good options for building sick armies uh outside of gw and also inside of gw um the the guide the guide to collecting that i would put together for uh you know uh ogres would probably include a lot of gw models um, you know, um, and, um, you know, vampire cats would probably include a lot of GW models, but it would include a ton of third party stuff too. So anyway, I'm fired up. I just, please realize that like the point of this is to like get into it. It's fun. It's awesome. This game is so good. We haven't even been able to talk about the game, um, because it's being, it's literally the day before release, you told half of your audience not to play. What are you doing, man? It's so don't listen some, to they're them. Do, they're doing some. Cla I don't listen to them at all. Uh, is, is the simplest answer, which is kind of like, like I, I want to shout out. Like I do want to, like I, I want to get straight back onto the hype train because there's so much really fun and exciting stuff. Uh, but that is a, 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 you know, that was a bucket of ice water that the community needs to wade through. And listen, and actually, do you know what? In the fullness of time, a great thing, right? I want to. I want to. I want. I want everyone to know everyone occasionally every six months to a year needs a slap in the face from games workshop <laughs> every time yeah because people are like oh games workshop will finally give me my old world army they need slap these are bastards yeah. focus yeah <laughs> focus on your fun ignore them focus on your fun like you need that every time right like and so in the fullest time people are like do you know what actually really good that that happened because i ended up buying myself some minis from this place i played this game at this event met this guy he's my best friend now we're we're going we're going to get frozen yogurts later today that you know this was this was this my life has changed you know dramatic dramatically um so i want to say uh, eventually in the fullness of time, probably a positive, but right now, silly, uh, of course. And then move us on, I think, yeah. uh, from this, because I think, uh, and, and again, just a clear statement, TOs around the world, obviously, make the right decision. These are all playable forever. In fact, it's not even a decision. That's just... Is it, that's, what, as far as, like, them, as far as this, this Rob guy, and again, maybe Rob loves tournaments, I'm gonna bet he doesn't. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, like, uh, is concerned, uh, like that was the other thing that was annoying to me is that it's, it's, it's a, uh, it is a co-opting of something that does not belong. Uh, I mean, their own events sure belong to them and they could say rightfully so at GW events, we don't want these to come. Okay, cool. You're going to exclude people. That's, that's your decision. Uh, but that's not 
that's not the way this is going to roll for for the vast majority of the community. And you don't have to be a TO, by the way. And I do appreciate the fact that community leaders immediately are like, that's dumb. No, absolutely not. Um, because a lot of them probably play those armies too. Um, you know, like immediately spoke out. But also in your gaming clubs, in your circle of friends, in whatever, I know a lot of people are immediately reacting to this like, oh, well, we're not supposed to play with these guys. Um, like, oh, they're not official. They are official. They are, if they weren't official, GW wouldn't publish them. I suspect that at some point since they said everyone's getting rules and today they got cold feet about it. Note uh, underproducing for this for this game. Uh, they got cold feet about it and were worried that they weren't going to sell uh, the stuff that they were making and they wish they hadn't said it and they knew they couldn't put that genie back in the bottle and this is what they can do. Um, and I think, by the way, I, I have a kind of a, a fantasy that I'm just going to show up at a U.S. Open with a Skaven army and just start playing and see and see what happens. I don't know if anyone <laughs> wants to. I don't know if anyone wants to come come with me. Uh, we can like the, there's lots of tables at U.S. Opens. They're, they're a whole lot of fun. Um, you know, we can go to if if they actually do run an old world event, which would be interesting. Um, you know, I say we show up at official events. And we just, you know, uh, don't worry. They don't ask for army lists or anything because they're very serious about tournaments, guys. Um, and so you can just show up, unpack your army, start playing because your opponent outside of that context probably plays these armies all the time. Maybe they, they won't even say a thing. See how far you can get in a tournament with a renegade faction at an official GW event. Because the other thing, too, is if Don't we do say no... Don't do that. I'm sorry. We, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If we like, say no, then, then well, I look, I know don't we don't support need TOs. Them. Don't support TOs that are like, someone's asking me in the chat, what if a TO says you can't use something? Oh, yeah. Don't go. Independent? Don't give okay. them a ticket. Don't give Games okay. Workshop a ticket. Like, just don't. Give an independent a ticket. Just, like, don't do that. People, like, people are going to want to go. People are going to go to US Opens, man. I, I Look, I'm There's just saying. never a worse experience than playing at Warhammer World HQ or a Games <laughs> okay, Workshop yes. exclusive event. That's a fact. Uh, U.S. Opens are different, uh, but um, that's because they're very far away from Nottingham. Um, but a Games Workshop store, like I can see this being a big problem for people whose like regular like table, the place where they play, is a Games Workshop store. I am empathetic. It's not just people who live at War, like who live near Warhammer World. It, there's a lot of folks who the place, the gaming space they have access to, the community of players that they have access to, is in a Games Workshop store, and those folks. <laughs> I like it's a that's a horrible life. What uh, amazing experience is like all right Jim all right how are you like yeah I really I'm going <laughs> to play the old world oh amazing what are you going to do I'm going to play Lizardmen I know they're one of the PDF faction but I'm excited buys It's okay I bought it 6 buys, months ago buys, I'm so pumped I've got buy, it ready. Yeah buys $800 of stuff off that shelf Jim and then 3 weeks later it's very fast hobbyist turns up with his fully painted uh, Lizardmen army and Jim's like ah oh, Pete mate I'm sorry but actually not legal uh <laughs> i bought these from here jim like three weeks ago jim and i'm afraid no like come on like can we all I, stop I, this this is silly also, GW, gw store managers you know uh you know who you are it's because you have to go pee but you're not allowed to leave the uh the store because you're the only one who works there <laughs> um uh, just just so you know you've you've just been told to to sell a new product and a lot of people are going to be really wanting to buy stuff off of uh, the shelves uh, that are not supposed to be for Old World, but totally are. Um, you can sell that to them and then just let them play in your store. Um, we, you can just you can just do that because no one watches you. So you can also be <laughs> no there. No one the, watches you. <laughs> all they want to know is the brown envelope full, and they're telling you you can't fill it with money because GW hates money. So give them money, and they won't care. 
I think that's the point here, guys. Um, like and steal. Like it's it's an absurd. Well, you can also steal if you want to, but that's not that's not my encouragement. My encouragement here this is, is like, an entertainment show. So it's it is an entertainment show. We don't encourage actual theft. I um, but Lots. like I do encourage people to uh, you know like this. Look, we're in a small stakes world here. This is a miniatures game. It's a fandom. Like this is not this is not something that you need to take to the streets for with. But at the same time, as a result, this is a really safe place to to uh, to show acts of civil disobedience. And I can't imagine a more quiet and simple act of civil disobedience than showing up at a games workshop with a Skaven army. Um, so anyway, I'll stop ranting. We don't have to listen to it. Just ignore it. It's like it didn't happen. Um, well, that's, make that's, your armies out of whatever models you want. That's exactly why like, I have no interest in doing anything like that. I would much rather go to an independent tournament organizer who's passionate about the project like I am than deal with some pedant who has to do something for a job by telling me I can't play with an army somewhere. Or even, like, and I, I don't want to go to a place to make someone squirm. Like, I just don't care. Like, I just would like to, like, I don't want to be like, ha ha, yeah, I went somewhere today and I played my toy soldiers, made someone feel a little uncomfortable. Like, I just want to, like, go and play my games. Do you games. know how set, like, like, yes, you want to play your games, and there are lots of places you can play your games without friction. At the same time, man, I, like, again, last, last, last week we were talking about pricing. And, again, I, like, I, I get to live my life from a position of pretty significant relative privilege. And, like, that is something I feel a lot. Um, and as passionate as I am about this, looking at all my awesome toys, there is no, there's, there are thousands of people exactly like me who are as like obsessed with this, as many mind boners as I have, who just can't participate because they don't have the, the, the stuff that I do, the, the resources that I do, the money that it takes to have the time and the, and the, uh, and, and, uh, the, the stuff to do this. Um, you know, that, that sucks for those people. And now we have a group of people who have, you know, on a, on a separate case, for no reason, an arbitrary reason, have been told that, no, you're so excited, you're so excited, but you don't get to participate. Why? Those people, those people are crushed. There are people who have, who, little Rob's out there who love these armies and were so excited for Old World to come back, day before release, they say you can't play, go fuck yourself. So I do feel for those people, and those people should make Games Workshop feel uncomfortable because it's absurd that Games Workshop would tell them not to participate. And this is, a, this is, this is also a classic example of, instead of making me want to buy these beautiful AOS models that have been redone, I own a Lizardmen army. Instead of making me excited to be like, oh, shit, man, those new models are hot. I'm going to go get those. Or even just occur to me and feel like I could do that if I wanted to. Uh, they're, make, they're trying to force me to buy the stuff that they want me to buy. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to make me do that. And that is bullshit when they have such awesome shit. They don't have to do things like this. So, yeah, like bullying this company, which tries to often bully its very passionate and emotional fan base – Bully it back sometimes. I don't think, I, I think honestly, like I know what you're saying. It's a waste of time. I get it. And I've been there. I've wasted my time railing against these guys before, but fuck it. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Didn't that happen last time? And you just started playing the old world instead. Like, or yeah. I've actually battle. already co-opted. Yes. Yeah. It's like, so my point is, is on a personal level, and this is me to you as a friend, like, again, like, I, I agree with all of the sentiments. Like, I've been in that position multiple times, and I agree with your sentiment that, like, they should feel it, but they won't. And importantly, the people who make the decisions don't care. Like, and and I could wake up... I've got two choices, basically, every day. I can wake up in the morning, 
and I could be like, I'm really going to stick it to those guys who piss me off and carry that with me. True. Yeah, right. Or I can say my friend Val is fucking super hype about running four level four wizards in some army. Yeah. Right. Let's Actually, ring... that's one thing that is restricted. Yeah, so exactly. Could... <laughs> right. Like, that's, like that's not in uh, that's not in Heffelkamp. TM. Yeah. <laughs> like let's let's ring him or my other friend or let's do some hobby like and and because eventually one just becomes like i think it just is the wrong feeling to have and i've been through this journey myself and i agree yeah. with all of the sentiments but blood bowl is to me again i'm going to just put my flag in the ground the blood bowl world championships last year had 2000 i think it was like 2100 coaches playing there were and this is important Ban lists, not done by Games Workshop, but done by the community. And in addition, 3D printed teams were allowed absolutely everywhere. Like, sure. it, it was huge. And, and Blood Bowl is the perfect community representation of being like, sure, it's nice you're releasing stuff now. Yeah. But like, that's it. Like and 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 you take a lot of the venom away when you just—it's kind of like someone. Like, imagine I'm running an event. Someone walks in from Games Workshop and is like, "Uh, you need to stop the event. All of these legacy armies can't play." And I'll be like, "You need to leave, sir. There's something wrong with you mentally. You have no power here. <laughs> just 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 escort them out the uh, escort them yeah. out the venue. Like so. I and, and that's where I'm at. I think I'd like to do constructive, positive things." Uh, in the future that's what i'm keen for you know and rob you're right uh but also i think this is hilarious because because they're stupid and and you're right rob maybe you, you know you are a bit more of an experienced guy on the internet than i am you've been here longer uh you put the time in you've learned lessons i've been a salty um, bitch you've been a salty bitch uh and <laughs> and uh i and you've, you've worked for games workshop i am just you know like accumulating time very far behind you on that path but also i just find the idea of people protesting games workshop by trying to play a game of their models in their store funny uh and also i will say that there is a group of people a significant group of people who are excited for this game who don't see or have alternatives um that are easy right so like the easiest alternative would be just show up and play your skaven in the store see what happens uh, outside of that, um, uh, I would say that this is a great opportunity to look at, like, seek out in your communities. Are there other are there other stores available to play in? Um, you know, are there other scenes that you could participate in? Check out Discords. Check out Facebook. Reach out to uh, Reddit. Um, I've been on all of them. All of them have slightly different, massive communities of people talking about and being. Um, at times toxic, but a lot of the time just excited about this game and actually like really fired up to to do stuff here. Um, so like if you're if you're only if you feel like your only opportunity is legitimately genuinely a games workshop store and this and the fact that you in an army that you have is like suddenly forgotten, just fucking show up with your army. Like that's what I'm encouraging you to do. And if you have alternatives, seek them out, and they'll feel that, feel that in a way too. Right. So there's some really exciting rule stuff. Um, also, hey, yep. before we get onto the rule stuff, I want to shout out uh, very quickly uh, the bevy of early access content creators who have gained access to the rules. <laughs> yes. uh, I yep. especially would like to take a moment to shout out Man Who Reads Book. Man Thank Who Reads you. Book. Thank you so much. Even though I think most of your opinions are 
hot trash. Um, okay. uh, like, absolutely. And I don't mean just on the game. I mean most decisions uh, and also thoughts. But Just jaw-dropping. But, but the, just jaw-droppingly dumb. But being able to, I wonder like, if I wonder if... I, I, he's the type of guy who will not review the, the legacy PDFs. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a book to read, right? Come on. Yeah. Um, but, like... What, am I supposed to print it out? Yeah. <laughs> it's, in this economy? Uh, so I'm very, very excited about uh, the thank you from me and everyone in the community for just showing us each page so we could screen cap it and make them into PDFs. Uh, I want to say, especially for the rules, um, right now, so because of this yesterday, um, uh, we have got all we've got access to all of the rules and all of the the rules from all of the armies, with the exception of the renegade factions, which is super exciting. So uh, I've already started churning out um, videos. So videos definitely me and Val make, plan on making in the future is we're going to do kind of an overview for each army, and then me and Val. So I'll probably will do those because I've got a little bit more time, uh, and then Val and me are going to do like chats about an army, which is I am so excited. Like doing an overview for an army is fine, but I I always work better in conversations. So I'm super excited about doing those with you, bud. I think they're going to be very fun, um, you and, I, uh, and I think they're going to be just really really cool. And I can't wait to talk about those because especially just approaching the game from different positions, what we want to run. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. So thank you to them. Uh, also, I have uh, I'm after this show. I'll be editing uh, our first uh, Patreon exclusive uh, video, uh, and that is, uh, this is breaking news. What uh, is it? Well, you already know what it is so uh so the universal special rules video so there oh are, yeah it's so so annoying there are 75 universal special rules right they are and then every time you like you're like oh this unit has uh this unit has evasive they've got fire and flee uh <laughs> they've, they've got they've got quick quick to shoot and you're like holy shit that's a lot so what i've done is yesterday i recorded uh and it's super boring i'm sorry about this i've tried to make it fun but it's not very fun i've just read all 75 special rules out and in some cases you know annotated a little bit uh 75 special rules um and then we've made the graphics for them um and then i'm going to edit that today so that'll probably be a patreon video today so sunday i'm recording uh, and what that'll do is you can just while you're painting you can just listen to me boringly read out the special rules to you uh because you need you to have learn them, them do you have them written do they come up on the screen as you as you read them yes oh wonderful this is great this is great memorization fodder did you asmr it are you also like rubbing like a like a sponge or something while you're doing it? Yeah, like uh, no, I don't. <laughs> so do you have? Do you have? Uh, do Do you have like some good good soothing beats on in the background? Oh, I'm, yes, I do have soothing beats. Okay, um, good. Yeah, uh, like, but then, uh, so I'm kind of like I, at the minute. That's mainly I made that for me, so I can also listen to that in the background when I'm doing tasks. Because I'm like a horde. Okay, right. Okay, that's different to a mob. Let me remember how, uh, right? And okay, what are the stipulations on mobs? So I think that's hopefully going to be uh, useful to people. Uh, and then if people do find it useful, I might do the same for like spell law because it's very different between a spell law review and just reading the spell law out. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. I think those are things also something people might need to commit to memory. What unit types? Hey, you're using you're using chariots. Chariots have actually got quite a few rules attached to them just because it's a chariot, which is not anywhere on a chariot sheet. So, um, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm going to be putting that up. Uh, but I want to thank Man Read Book. If it wasn't for Man Read Book, we would not be able to screenshot all these rules and start making actual good content. So uh, that's right. Like, that that's was, right. It's, it's, it's a positive step. He, he, 
ponderously walks so we can run. Uh, <laughs> but to the mailbox where he gets his free rules and then reads them to us i want to so thank sweetly. him so much so so good uh okay so that, that's kind of that and then uh now okay value uh what were you excited about like uh, a bunch of stuff happened yesterday there were a couple of battle reports there was an exclusive battle report mini wargame we got to do uh, a, couple <laughs> of men, a couple of men yeah. who reads books did you engage yep. with any content or were you just so furious about um legacy armies that we weren't sure what to um, well, I was very upset about that, but I, I, I did obviously uh, take to the internet and uh, get no traction. But that's all right. Um, no, actually, got lots of traction. It was, it was great, and I, I really do appreciate like retreats and all that kind of stuff that people did to signal boost my position. I think, I think Rob and I both have good positions. I love that I'm starting more and more to play the role of Rob Sibes on the show. It's fantastic. I, it's just... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You've literally protested Warhammer World um, in the For snow. An FAQ. <laughs> <laughs> I just held a sign uh, saying release the FAQ. It's very uh, simple. It's one of my favorite things of all time, which is why, <laughs> like, this is just, it's fun because, anyway, we can leave it alone. It is fun. It's upsetting, but also fun. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, so I was driving back from Quebec. Um, uh, the, by the way, Warhammer the Old World in French, still widely available in Canada. Um, the, uh, <laughs> Uh, so I was driving on the road from Quebec, so obviously I had to really on the down low watch the battle report as I was driving. I mm. uh, don't want to get a ticket. Um, that's a joke. I wasn't doing that. So I was actually able to like engage with a tremendous amount of content. Um, but uh, I did get home, and I was able to uh, watch uh, two things. Uh, one, the big timing that we received uh, from, uh, from Steve at Mini Wargaming uh, during the original Squarebase GT uh, back, uh, back at the uh, end of November. Um, makes a lot more sense now. Uh, it feels it feels as though uh, <laughs> feels as though maybe he was a little busy uh, because they had an official collaboration, which is amazing because uh, th this is an organization that once upon a time also uh, encouraged everyone to uh, storm the ramparts, build barricades, and protest games <laughs> workshop. Uh, they did an official collab with a with a with a narrative battle report. And while I uh, I, I watched a little bit of him and Luca playing, um, and I feel like, you know, everyone's learning this stuff on the fly. The early battle reports, don't take them as gospel. I would put them at the same quality of information um, dissemination at this point as like, say, watching or reading a Warhammer community article uh, because they essentially have the same amount of preparation, uh, right? Like these are guys who've got this stuff maybe a month and a half ago, maybe a little bit more, some of them, and they have to produce like a, a pretty hard thing to produce, which is content for a game with an with with a whole lot of stuff that you got to prepare and be ready. Can I take this for a second, if you don't mind? I just want to. Yeah, sure. I, wanna, I just want to say, um, I'm a full time content creator. Ask me if I think that I can um, build, paint, produce, organize, edit uh, battle reports, and understand the rules well enough. Uh, to be able to competently put them on the internet and then not get stuff wrong? The answer is no. Uh, I could not oh, do that. Oh, thank God, that's what you were about to say. Yeah, thank yeah, God. I, okay. I, 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 <laughs> I was about I, to tee off. No, no. <laughs> All right, no, I could, <laughs> no, I cannot do that. Um, and I don't think most people can do that. I think even learning the rule for any game system is complicated enough, let alone yes. the incredibly rules dense the old world. I'd like to yes. be very clear. I have a lot yes. of respect for bat reppers, but having it's been hired, been ha being hired by Games Workshop to produce game content, 
uh, like themselves and spend, I think, a lot of time working through this subject. Like, uh, I don't think that it's the most effective way to. Uh, it's a great way to get a, a feeling, an feel, idea feel, of how yeah. of how games work, and I think that's why many of the battle report channels do it in a very friendly and fun and upbeat way. Because I think that's an excellent um, piece of entertainment. But like sure. learning rules well. It's not fun. Warhammer is hard. Learning rules well and is not fun. Learning rules a bit is fine. Learning rules well <laughs> is in super boring. Uh, like it takes a lot of takes a lot of practice at correcting yourself and reinforcing when you when like figuring out that you did something wrong, going back and correcting it. And on on top of this, like these content creators. And by the way, I was trying to be empathetic there, Rob. I wasn't wasn't dragging. The reason no, no, why I Warcom is inaccurate is because the I, reason why Warcom is they get a brief and they have to write that brief up really quickly. Uh, and get hit their deadline. I didn't, these guys I didn't have want, other jobs, right? I didn't want. I, I I I didn't think you were. I was just. I was giving context for my final statement, which was, many of these rules on these early battle reports will be continuously wrong, multiple yes. times. Yeah. Like sure. yes. like you know, and that's just really tough for those creators to do that. I want to be really clear. So like, I, I watched one Don't yesterday. Yeah. I, I, I watched him yesterday, and the first thing I saw was wrong. The first mm -hmm. role, and I was like, okay, this is tough for me um, to, to absorb this. And that's going to always be a challenge. And they have a very high bar, but they also do so much for communities. You know, yes. I, they do realization. I can, I can see what a Bretonian army looks like on the tabletop. Yes. Love that energy for me. I can see what another army looks like on the tabletop. See them battling out. There's so much. That's why I prefer live streaming, uh, because I actually have someone who's been like over obsessed about one army versus another person who's over obsessed yeah. about another army and then me just yeah. being like well i think he's trying to do this and, then, and everyone be like you're wrong rob like and then, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> well and, and on top of that like people who are playing the game that's and, and especially in an event they're trying to play it correctly and they're trying to make sure their opponent's playing it as correctly as possible because they're playing the game uh, a battle, battle report producer is creating uh, a show is yeah. creating content for you to watch and they are usually also editors, directors, camera people. Um, the, it's the actually insane how much they do. It is so much work. Every time I fantasize about doing a battle report, I just no. think, like, really? Like, it's no. it's it's really, 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 really hard. It's hard to, as I learned, it's hard to, like, let's not even discredit what Rob does, which is doing live coverage of events, is I tried to do that so hard. Um, battle reports add a degree of skill and, and effort uh, after the event uh, that is, again, an order of magnitude that's really hard. And then to build an audience for what you're doing uh, is really, really hard. So I think maybe what Rob's saying here is, uh, you know, as you start to learn things, don't flame them in the comments. By all means, point out, you know, rules that are wrong uh, so that other people can learn. That's important. But, you know, lead with empathy. Imagine if your first game ever with, uh, with uh, playing uh, the old world was recorded, uh, you would make a you know fool of yourself undoubtedly if everyone was taking it super serious. So realize what they are, what, uh, what they are, which is, um, and I think we we have two content creators right now that have uh, really embraced old world, which I think is really great to shout out, and that certainly is mini wargaming, uh, mountain miniatures. Uh, they have been a massive supporter of uh, fantasy content, uh, warmer fantasy battles content, not just. Uh, like eighth edition or a particular one, but like literally, you could find a battle report uh, played in just about any flavor of Warhammer that you like. I think they did it at end of they sort of did a, a approaching the old world. They did battle reports in each different edition, which is nuts. Hmm. Um, so uh, they're they're great, good Canadian boys uh, just down the road from here, and we're incredible hosts. So I, I I love being able to plug those guys, but I 
probably don't need to. And then, of course, maybe if you're a, an AOS or or or, for, or uh, if you're an AOS fan and a, and a fantasy fan and you don't, don't know them, Tabletop Tactics also uh, came out with a battle report hot out of the gates. Uh, Lawrence Baker, who's uh, who's who's sort of uh, the the head uh, head pretty guy fucking over hot. there. That's what he is. Pretty, pretty fucking hot. Pretty like like official Warhammer Chad um, is uh, you know uh, again uh, has made his. Uh, Made made his business out of uh, creating 40k content and uh, doing a, a you know escalating you know production value and all that kind of stuff. I've loved uh, you know being able to interact and chat with him over the years as as they've developed their studio. Um, but was as a lot of us are originally a fantasy fan and is personally so excited to be able to try and make a go of of old world content. And that's a risk, by the way, for a content creator like that um, because if you put something out there. That's not a 40k bat rep, right? Which I, is the I'd like to get, butter. Yeah, I'd like to say something about this. Me and the chat were kind of like reviewing who was popping off yesterday, like on creating content. Um, and obviously, like we saw, like Tactics do stuff, Mini Wargaming done it before. Um, uh, but like, uh, that was about it. Like, everyone else, like, I, I want to shout out all the content creators whose thumbnails were, is this game dead or this game's already oh, dead? Fuck those guys. Yeah, you fucking suck. <laughs> um, like, like, just get out. Like, I, like, I got sent a free box. I've made nothing about Warhammer the Old World ever before. I got sent a free box and I'm going to tell people that this sucks. Just get out. Um, then follow, like, just shut up. Just, just, you don't have to say anything. Just shut up. Um, I also want to shout out Steve as well from Mountain Miniatures because uh, I'm so happy that your world is back. So he just fucking never talks about Age of Sigmar again. That'd be perfect. Do <laughs> 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 you know I mean? Like, Steve, like, I'm so happy that your lane is back. Just get yes. out. Like, yes. like, like, oh, the double turn. Shut up, Steve right yes, like but i'm so happy for you that what you love is there okay you, you for yeah. me you will always be uh in the actor from rangers of the bloodstone um <laughs> <laughs> and uh yes and uh and my favorite and not my favorite that's not true dustin's my favorite but the um uh like uh yeah there, there really wasn't that much which is kind of interesting there was like some little bits also scary did a, a report scary yeah, did a did. report yep. against uh eric from eric's hobby workshop that tall beefcake uh so that was fun that is oh they looked it was pretty amazing there was a shot of them together at one point and i honestly thought that they had recast the film twins <laughs> <laughs> who does he play against? Who does he play against? Yeah, it's Scary versus Eric from Eric's Hobby Workshop. From oh wow, that's great. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Um, so that makes me laugh. Uh, like, so that was available. So yeah, kind of interesting day. Reading through some stuff. There was some great Goonhammer articles. Shout out to Liam yep. uh, and also the Falcon for putting some articles Shout out. Pete out. The Falcon uh, so out there I, writing stuff. So there's some more content knocking around. If you want to go check that out, we probably should do like a content shout outs top of the show every time in the future because that's pretty fun um yeah, but yeah absolutely that's... especially since like there's like we've i don't know we've been super lucky that like uh struck a chord and have been building up an audience but there's a lot of folks out there who've been like grinding <laughs> just grinding fantasy stuff for for years who produced produced a lot of stuff i plugged them a lot um uh, triple crown wargaming they've obviously been out there uh like with, with hype is just like us every week there's a um oh I, I also uh, would like to shout out the return the return of the Dwellers Below podcast. The Dwellers Below. The Dwellers Below. So shout out to the Dwellers Below, which is a YouTube show you can go check out, as well as a podcast series uh, from some just insane human beings. Um, I am uh, desperately, uh, I always forget. Ah, yes, there it is. Uh, there's also a person who supports this channel, uh, who has a really great hobby channel 
miniature realms. Uh, they they co they've commented on every video of ours from like going back to the the uh, Honest Wargamer streams days, uh, and they do really really great um, uh, basically how to paint guides and stuff uh, for videos. Uh, and they are not hooked up, so they did a cool um, summary video of like what's actually going on with with the old world. One of my favorite pieces of content actually that's come out so far. Um, I would also like to point out that Valrec's uh, thumbnail is just a picture of a shipping box. And uh, what the hell, dude? Uh <laughs> <laughs> when he got a blue tick, I just blocked him on Twitter. I was like, I don't need oh, this guy. Oh, bad luck. Yeah, bad also, luck. you'll be you'll be uh, you'll be very uh, you'll be very pleased to know that. Uh, uh, that winter's SEL also doing some uh, old world content. Got a box, so like oh, it's all over. A, it's all over. Uh, like that's all we need. What a flat cap and a legend. Like a I flat cap and a cup of tea. A uh, cup of cup. Oh, uh, uh, as you can see, I uh, rolled. Oh my god, winter's SEO is like as I slowly slip into uh, into whatever whatever mental problem is going to come for me in old age. <laughs> I'm just, it's Winter's SEO in the background for me. I'm going to pretend like he's my like long lost dad or something. I don't know. Yes. Uh, that's, yes. that's, uh, maybe that's what he is in my life to me. Like he's, yeah, he's the, the Bob Ross of, he's the Bob Ross of, of Warhammer Battle Reports. So yeah. like I really do, I really do love uh, that, especially the battle, like Battle Report cha channels, when they do a different game, they're taking a risk. Because uh, again, it's, they, they could potentially tank their, their algorithm. Um, they, of course, they're also, taking a, a positive risk in the sense that they're touching, um, you know, potential viewers that they otherwise don't have access to uh, that wouldn't engage with their content. So, you know, there's, it's double-edged sword. But um, again, think of how hard it is to put together a game for yourself with a friend on your table. Now add a lot of other stuff on top of that and play the game. It takes tremendous... Bat rep producers just and live event producers, anyone who's showing you a game, right? Even the person who's just holding a camera, a phone... Uh, is 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 putting a lot of effort into that. So um, I'm really happy to agree. see day one. There's I a lot don't of agree with that. I don't agree with that. I'm sorry. I, I love winners. I, I used to watch a lot of winners, man. I, I love I, winners. I, he literally, he literally records on a on a cell yeah, phone. I don't, like, I, actually, ever, I don't think he's ever I don't think he's ever done anything more than that. But I consider that to be something that I'm looking, I'm willing to look past versus <laughs> versus endorse. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad I'm glad we could end on uh, such a high. Well, note no, no, no. I would like. I, I don't know if you've got to go, and if you do, then we'll we'll kill it. I got uh, I got a minute. No, there's no toddler knocking on my door yet. So let's just let's, hit let's me up with going. some some rules, maybe that you saw that you were hype about. Oh man. Uh, rules that I saw that I, my mind's blank. You go first. Go. Uh, mounts. Ke mounts. I'm excited for mounts. Uh, what okay. else on uh, forest dragons? Where the hell am I going to get a forest dragon? I don't. Was he? Well, I mean, I know what a forest dragon looked like before, but what forest dragon looked like in 2024? Get. I'm excited. Chaos dragon. Titan Forge. Titan yeah. Forge. Titan Forge is a really nice wood elf uh, forest dragon. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Uh, like chaos dragon. Also, apparently, just everything on a dragon. Uh, I'm excited about gyrocopters. Oh, like just the return of what I consider to be the uh, bicycle of the sky. Um, I just. Like I just, <laughs> just, I just, I just can't wait for war games with bicycles in the sky. They're so good. Um, uh, I love that. Uh, I absolutely love the pushback mechanic uh, from yeah. combat. I think that's super fun. I love how deep and crunchy and techy the rules are. I actually mm -hmm. uh, like some of the some of the units have like just an absolute plethora of USRs. Uh, I just, like wood elves. So good. Like the thematicness of like evasiveness and then like stand and shoot. Oh, sorry, and then shoot and flee is so. good 
good, like in the right situation, it's going to be such a deep tactical decision. Am mm-hmm. I going to like do this? Like, are they going to catch me? Uh, very, very fun. Combat rares, kind of interesting. Magic items, obsessed with. Okay. Obsessed okay. with. Uh, Magic, like, all, it's gonna be so much fun seeing what people actually attack and combine and do all like now's now's like gonna be a real fun part where it's like it's in the world now and we're gonna see like cool stuff and we're gonna see wild shit like people are gonna people are gonna have 50 percent of their army that is the chaos to alert on a dragon like that they're gonna be like oh i gotta cut something you know like you know like they're, they're just gonna you know it's gonna be it's gonna be fun some fun stuff it does feel like you have the ability to play points dense armies um like that uh you know aren't huge model counts basically hero hammer which is a slur in some circles of the old fantasy community but it also feels like uh the others the other half of that coin is true as well uh in the sense that um you know a lot of those big low leadership hoardy type units have rules that allow them to be a little more sticky on the table not run away uh immediately with like uh with horde and warband uh, if you're a war band of Bagabos, you get to reroll your your charge distances. I would say that uh, from a like like macro perspective, which is where I like to live, one of my favorite things, uh, and this is something that doesn't exist in a lot of Games Workshop games, and maybe it's because they're SDS, but they have finally been able to abstract line of sight. That's right, folks. If you can see it, you maybe can't hit it. That includes if you're if the line of sight is obstructed by any hill or a forest or another model these all obstruct line of sight which means that you're going to be able to play a game that involves screening it involves moving around terrain effectively um it's not wildly contemplated if you're on the hill you can see everybody and everyone can see you pretty straightforward um i think that's amazing because we also have um a pardon me a situation where it feels like because uh, charge distances are lower um, and armor values are uh, down, i.e. Uh, higher, that you can't go lower than a two plus armor save, for example. Uh, feels like maybe a shooting meta is imminent, something that could really just, you could get into a situation where someone who's got good shooting could just light up and, and get rid of a, everyone across the table from them while they try and get across. Not if there's a forest in the middle, or at least it makes it a little bit harder. Um, you know, like, uh, there's, 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 that's just, I think such a big deal. Um, like, uh, and also in those rules for terrain, there's still rules for buildings that you can hop into. There's also controlled, uh, pieces of terrain that are not buildings, but maybe give you a benefit if you want to add them to your battle. Um, I think, I think I, feel, I, I really love conceptually, again, I haven't had this on the table personally yet, uh, the, the way the terrain rules are going to impact the game. And it's a bit unfortunate that so far, like off the top of my head, every battle report I've seen is played on an eighth edition style board, nothing in the middle. Um, you know, like, so, uh, you know, but that's fine because most of them are just, you know, lining up and smashing. Um, as we, as we go, I think terrain is going to provide a lot of really good opportunities to not, um, you know, just because of, again, we haven't mentioned it, shout out to other, some other content, Rob's uh, conversation about how to win. Uh, the main mission con- uh, condition, of course, being kill points right now. Um, you know, a-, a lot of this game is going to revolve around resiliency, not dying. If there isn't a way to hide on the table, um, then the only option you have then is to stack units that are very resilient. You can't you can't kill them very easily at a distance. And so that's gonna that would really skew the meta in another direction. Whereas right now, if you do have terrain on the table, you can hide, uh, which is fantastic. That who knows what that leads to, but it it means that one potential extreme 
is not going to be there. I tell you um, what. I tell you what, though. That's actually just literally put two and two together there. Like that's actually going to be one of those um, those problems actually with the renegade factions. If people try not to include the renegade factions, you actually like get the the game is the game isn't rock paper scissors. But there's like if you get enough armies inside the pool then what happens is there's enough like there's enough permutations in the way the enemy might play that you can't skew too aggressively so actually the the limited army factions like oh sorry the limit limiting how many army factions there are actually causes more of a problem like kind of game wise if you know what i mean the same as like in your local meta like you have a slow infantry army and so does your friend but your third friend has the gun line you know your third friend's <laughs> like the god and then finally the fourth friend turns up with a cavalry army not saying that these necessarily necessarily work out this way but roughly um you know like and so like i think on launch we've ended up in a pretty good place because you've ended up with tomb kings and you've ended up with a fast cavalry army anyway for shutting down we already know dwarfs are on the way as an example and stuff like that so i'm i'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fairly hopeful there but yeah like there's some there's some there's some i'm very hopeful about the meta game um yeah and, yeah and the kill points thing is just for me fascinating because it's just adds so much context i was reading uh, war dancers yesterday mm-hmm. and they have no save right yeah in combat they can have a four up ward save um but they have no save and i'm like bro (laughs) whereas my brain immediately was like okay so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna have warriors of chaos with shields i'm gonna take some battle magic i'm gonna give a five up ward yeah and my guys are never dying like you know what i mean and then and then then my brain went i was like but are they ever gonna kill anything either like i don't like do you know what i mean like it's so interesting it's kill points makes a game very interesting not necessarily interactive that's something people need to really accept but interesting definitely but i think so also having a really strong primary win condition also means that you are all going to be pulling in the same direction i think one of the things that it was it's interesting in the evolution of mission design uh there's uh, grounded at least this i only know this through 40k so if this was from somewhere else that's fine um the the notion of asymmetrical missions where both where opponents were playing um basically missions that they didn't share so like i had objectives and you had objectives mm. what started to happen a lot in 40k uh was that you know you would get the opposite non-interactivity so like you would get uh, a situation where you know i have to stand on this bus stop but you have to stand on that bus stop and you know maybe there wouldn't need to be, be a need to engage in this one uh in this with kill points which you point out like it is possible to be in a points denial army like for example wood elves would be on an open table immediately seems like because magical arrows by the way are all the way back um so that means wood elves are going to be very good at shooting and they're uh they're going to have very good core unit choices that are very good at shooting um and uh that can be oppressive unless they can't see you right so like um they their win condition would require that they have to come out to to get an angle to see you to potentially expose themselves and give up kill points so i think that because both sides are basically fighting to kill each other um it becomes you know it becomes like a fight yeah you have to you know literally pick your battles you have to know when to when to push and also know when to uh protect um you know like there's things where you know you don't get uh all the points uh for units that uh um you know you you get sort of like a de-escalating amount of points uh as you erode a unit so if it's 50 percent or below i think you get like a quarter of the points Mm. but that means that like um it used to it used to be that you 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 got uh zero zero percent of the points uh but now you know like protecting that little unit not committing them to the front or finding a way to get them out of there 
that's that becomes sort of an important even though all those little chaff units the ability to fall back and flee uh you know through your own units um and, uh, and and stuff like that and and protect them not just give up points all that stuff makes it a very cagey game and then i think my next favorite thing that i've loved seeing is that um the table is bigger because the distances you can go um like your threat range with with the way that charges work now and this is what in my head i i had imagined when we found out about it um is shorter so there's more room on the table despite there being larger bases to actually maneuver around the tabletop um unless you're uh tabletop tactics who if you were watching that game and thinking hmm, this doesn't look right it's because he was playing on 60 by 44 um and don't worry i've already mailed him a six by four mat so he'll be able to fix that he's uh he's He's really struggling these days. He didn't have a six by four, <laughs> um, <laughs> but also his studio is entirely set up for 40 K. So like uh, you get a pass Lawrence. Um, but uh, yes, by the way, I think six by four is, is the much like 2000 points. It's the suggested size. Um, and then if you don't have a six by four, you may, you may use a 60 by 44 if you, if you would like. Um, but uh, if you watch, if you watch the Lawrence battle report, uh, you, immediately it feels tight it feels it feels like you you want you want the room to move and maneuver uh you want that uh original six by four life um as a any inter, any any event that i'm um you know uh encouraging or participating in i, I hope we'll have six by fours uh available and uh that will definitely be something that i demand this is not a game uh, this is a game of maneuver and i think it does require the slightly bigger dimensions yeah, the, um, yeah. Uh, the the nightmare of uh, I'm so triggered. Went back to my ogres. You, you, you're losing with your ogres because you're not maneuvering. What? What's? But he keeps purple certain on me. How do I maneuver out? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, o o ogres. So uh, the other thing is also, and this is actually for me something that I really need to get a game uh, to to start to understand because I'm not a six ed guy, and I don't really understand when the rubber hits the road how no step up is going to affect how things work yeah so i'm i'm really <clears throat> uncomfortable right now with no step up so to as as just like a, a as just sort of a first pass just sort of again big picture idea around no step up the idea would be if you're an eighth edition player uh you would you would take for granted that uh anyone who was in the front rank was uh able to fight uh if they were within base-to-base -base contact uh even if so the other guy swings before you they kill five models in your five-person front rank. Well, now you st the, the assumption was the guy behind them would step up and fight the, fight the dudes, and you would still get your full amount of attacks. In older versions of the game, including, you know, uh, you know um, actually, I think seventh, sixth, basically all of them, um, that's not how it worked. Uh, if, you, uh, if you fought, um, uh, you know, in those days it was on charge, but now it's done on initiative order. Uh, if you killed someone in the front rank, they do not get to fight back. They're dead. Um, and, uh, and so as a result, charges, uh, are tremendously powerful and important as is multiple wounds. Yeah. Multiple wounds, oh. I think is a super big deal. So something oh, yeah. like the fat boys, the, the ogres, um, an army of multiple wound guys with, uh, again, very points dense, lots of attacks, very, uh, very, uh, you know, damage output intense, intense per model. models per model. Uh, so if you get in there, you do your five wounds. Well, you just killed one and a half ogres. Uh, you, you're still you're still probably dealing with three or four of them. They're gonna they're gonna clobber you right back, even if you do have the charge on them. Um, so like, but that's that's just that's a whole army of 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 models like that. But you also have uh, you know trolls out there, um, you know chaos ogres out there, 
all of the monstrous infantry, monstrous cavalry, which is the combination of the two, I think, most obviously good centaurs, come uh, on. unit classes. Come on, bull centaurs. Uh, bull centaurs. Uh, maybe. Um, you know, well, like, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just like, come yeah. on. One day and, they will be good. <laughs> so, so it's uh, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm curious to see how that interplay works. Hey, bud, um, bud, and, bud. Uh, yeah. I want to cycle very quickly through. I forgot something. I'm sorry. I got to get Go you ahead. quick. TLDR, dude. Unit fillers officially endorsed. What the? This? Like this yeah. is huge. This is huge. That? Like, and you know what? On. It would have been great if this was if this was the only article released that day, and we were just talking about how based it was, how bast. This is, it is so bast. Um, this is tremendously vast. They are in GW encouraging you to make something creative in the middle of your unit instead of just forking out more dough for models. Dude, um, dude, I'm so excited about this. Yes. So if you you don't know how it works, basically when you get a bunch of square base units, you put them on a movement tray always, um, and then uh, you put them on not from Games Workshop, just buy them from eBay, buy them from and literally anywhere. There's so many. (laughs) Please buy them, Uh, and then inside that you can instead of buying another twenty Chaos Warriors, an example, uh, you know, to fill up your ranks, you just get a base and you put a bunch of stuff on it or some flags, yeah, or do you know another great thing? If it fits and works, a monster that you're not currently using in your army, yeah. um, you know, like it normally it would it would see play, but it's not. This is a, a fantastic way, especially for horde armies. This is really good. Um, it's a great yeah. play. Like put a big like if you're doing a, a, a an empire army, like some ogres, like some imperial like themed ogres right in the middle. I've seen is really awesome. Like uh, you know, like uh, baggage train pieces like this. There were like there's the there's the uh, donkey cart from the uh, from the starter set between dwarfs and uh, and and orcs make a great centerpiece there's just basically literally anything you can think of that's cool um you can you can put in there and they even recommend up to 25 percent of the unit um which is which is pretty nifty i have to say um yeah yeah uh so i just think um it's just uh, a very, a very awesome thing that they've showcased. I think it's very cool. It's very thematic. I did say in our top five things video, one of the things I'm so excited about is kit bashes, people putting stuff together, looking at what armies look like. I, go back and watch that video if you want some some hype from yesterday. But, most, but we were both very excited about like the things we were excited about. I think this is great. Um, like, and to be officially endorsed, like this is what I mean. Like, come, like they're so absolutely giving us a kiss on the mouth and then punching us in the dick like on yeah. like just on, on, on almost article by article basis it's <laughs> it's wild uh to see um it, but this is very that, it's actually yeah it's it, to be honest with you how many other trip ups have they had i mean it's one hell of a gaff the old uh, models the are a trip up bud okay I'm yeah sorry. okay okay but this is I, I think legacy is kind of part of the the old versus new models again if you wanted new models they could have been like oh you don't want the old models well you could just use these ones they're all new anyway um <coughs> excuse me um yeah uh, uh oh another big takeaway for me was uh on the mini wargame battle report finally seeing the new tomb king standing next to old tomb king skeletons uh rob rob in the chat were doing some uh some investigation to see how how they scale and uh, look, looks like the new old world stuff is definitely in a modern GW scaling, uh, and is really really obvious once you see the models on the table. 
Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I think this is a, a great place to end it, that like that there is positives. A couple of things, just going to shout out, and anyone who hasn't watched this back or listened to the podcast all the way to this point, don't forget, uh, I think we've got a really healthy community in our Patreon Discord if you want to do join up and sign up. I did on, our Patreon, I did on our Patreon put up uh, the STLs for 25 mil, 30 mil, and 30 by 60 mil bases that you can download. Oh, thank you. Uh, that you can download, um, uh, and then obviously print your own and they've they've been designed with a little magnet hole in so if people want to do that um and if you really do enjoy the show and want to support it then like and subscribe i would also like to personally request if that's cool with everyone um mm-hmm. to start like just hashtag uh, uh either on twitter or facebook or instagram hashtag square bast because i want to start looking through um uh minis uh for mm-hmm. like you know i've been looking through the old world hashtag uh, as well, but I would love to see some hashtag square ba- square based kind of like tags. Uh, square maybe... bass, square well, bass. No, I definitely, it's, definitely it's, ingrained square bass. St- st- stop, stop messing around because that would be a huge mistake, <laughs> as you know. Not to like do, use one s, not two. <laughs> um, no, because we're we're like okay. Then we how, have this how will we co- how will we correlate the show with the tag? You put the tag in the show. That's what a tag's for, Rob. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> it seems insane to create a tag separate to the show by one letter. You're right, but it works. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> you might as well just write hashtag nonsense. Uh, anyway, uh, but um, uh, I would like to see that because I really want to start looking at armies. I posted up uh, unique I've been, identifiers. Okay. Is what you want, Rob? Uh, I've been looking. Uh, I've been uh, posting pictures of my armies online. Uh, I've been working on a dwarf army. I'm working on a um, warriors of chaos army, as people know. Also, I'm uh, doing a, a a commission of Bretonian army for someone else. So I'm very excited nice. about. I'm very excited about just seeing what these armies look like, especially I saw someone, shout out to Liam, does a Goonhammer article. Uh, he's coming to one of our events. He's done Lumineth Realm Lords as High Elves, and they look oh. they look great, right? Oh, okay. Nice. Also, shout out Rory, also coming to one of our events. He's done a, a Dwarf Army, and it looks just so good. So I'm just I'm just kind of excited to see them. Do you know what I mean? Especially yeah. like not Tomb Kings Bretonians, because I've seen it a lot already. But like obviously those, yes. I just want to see them. Uh, so please, please do. And, you know, tag us and, and do that other stuff because I want to see those things. I think they're cool. Um, I think that is cool. I think actually I want to want to want to like float something out in the comments here too because I think this is a, 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 a we we have occasionally included our round, round bast uh, partners out there in our intro. Uh, and uh, I did see a comment actually on one of the threads uh, whether or not you would make uh, uh, conversion movement trays that have round bases, thirty-two millimeter into it's a round base. Uh, and this, I think, is a community thing, too, that I'm pretty – I feel very committed to, which is I think 32-millimeter bases should be accepted as 30-millimeter bases. I'm just saying. What? I think, I, think we, I, think, I think that's something we should just say is cool and that if you have an AOS army and you want to join this party, come on over uh, and be able to play that in both. Uh, because again, management decision, uh, that's probably why they made it 30, not 32, is to make you think you have to. Uh, so I think as a community, I'd love to see, because I feel like this is going to be much more contentious amongst TOs. I don't know. We'll put it out there. Uh, but I think that uh, if you're an event organizer, we're going to want people playing as, as, and enjoying and like getting excited as soon as possible. Removing any friction we possibly can, like rebasing, um, is I think like really, really key. I think we need to give people permission to just use their friggin' models as best they can as they have them. And I, I think maybe we normalize 32 millimeter rounds as 30 millimeter squares. 
I'm crazy, but let's do well, it. Well, I mean, like none of it matters if it's on a movement tray. If you just have a movement tray with a shape with some models on, I'm fine with it. And Games Workshop, <laughs> and Games Workshop are also officially fine with it as well because that's what a unit filler is, right? So like, you do not need uh, like a great sculpted thing. Like, just just get the movement tray, the right size, and everything else is just literally secondary. Uh, beyond that, like, get some round base on. They get a giant on there. I don't give a fuck. Do whatever you like. <laughs> um, okay, so, right. So it's been lovely. It's been, we've we've grossly overrun, uh, which has been great. It's all right. Uh, um, I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, a lot of content coming out from us hope you are looking forward to it as well i'm looking forward to playing i've got a couple of games lined up which is going to be cool um and then uh val you got any plans get you got any plans i gotta get a play date me, me and tech pre sticky man we're gonna we gotta get a play oh date God, going I'm so jealous uh or just any anything i just need to make some time and actually have a have a day of actually in, like enough talking about all this i don't want to be that guy uh who, who likes to just do podcasts and never actually plays the game uh it's easy to do um, so I'm going to make some time. Um, and, uh, and also that will, for, that, that also is how you start to engage with the rules, how you start to really start to marinate in them when you actually have things out on the table, trying them out. Um, it's not, it's no longer a hypothetical thing you argue on the internet. You actually get to see how things work. So I can't wait to do that. I'm going to make that a priority in the next couple of weeks. Okay, perfect. Uh, perfect. Uh, shout out to everyone on the Oswald Gamer uh, Patreon as well. Help support set up square based stuff. So, and also, if you enjoy this show, like, oh, last shout out, can we not be AOS people hating on all world people? All world people hating on AOS people. Can everyone just enjoy the things they enjoy? Yeah, like that's it's the foundation of the show, Rob. It is the foundation of the show, but I just <laughs> want to say it again, uh, like, because there's been some nonsense. And again, it's, it's quite sad to see. Uh, like I don't like yeah. that. Like that's unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, and you don't yeah. want me to. You don't want me to. You don't want me to go back to what I was like. <laughs> no, please, guys. <laughs> I, I I said that I was becoming the Rob Simes of the show. <laughs> no, no, I am not. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have the fire behind me, guys. I got the fish. I got the basses. <laughs> um, the uh, the uh, yeah. And also on that fantasy thing, guys. Uh, you know, the it's over. You know, the war is over. Uh, the the. Uh, the game's back, you know, like, uh, you can, you can, you don't have to be resentful of, uh, games workshops, new, new, uh, significant other in AOS. Uh, they took you back and, uh, there's a great game coming. We're going to have so much fun. So let people enjoy it. And also the best way to maybe, uh, you know, convince uh, an AOS player that Warhammer face battles and just for old guys who are almost ready to play with trains, uh, is to, uh, you know, share something you love with them, let them play with their friggin' round bases and uh, see what the game's all about. Um, I think I think that's and maybe uh, you know can go the other way too. But um, yeah, I think this is all awesome, and I uh, can't wait. Yeah, right, perfect. Right, listen, thanks for being square based, spa bast, whatever what it is, uh, dude. Why, like, you literally only ever say square bast until you said that you wanted from to start using the hashtag. corners of the world to the edges of the board. That's not the outro. Uh, that's not bad though. Thank you. From all four corners of the world to all four corners of the base, you have been listening to the Square Base Show with Val Heffelfinger and Rob.